Welcome back to another episode of 5pm in London, your one-stop shop for all your weekly updates on current affairs in the world of news, entertainment, sports, social media, and obviously the exciting 2 pence in segment. Obviously, before we get started, we've got to check in with the man them. So, man them, what's good now? What's Gucci? That was a great intro, man. What can I say? I've been practicing yeah. in front of the mirror. Yeah. Well, episode it was good, isn't it? Yeah. Episode I thought you were spitting bars, bro. Yeah. Oh, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> he ain't got the notes in front of him no more. Nah, nah, I don't know. Oh, he's told you that. He loves it, he loves it. But yeah, yeah, go on. No, I'm complimenting you. I'm saying you haven't got notes in front of you. You're just thank like you, thank speaking you. freely off your phone. Man, don't do notes. I'm picture you on Good Morning Britain. Replace Piers. <laughs> Mohammed Morgan. Anyways. What's <laughs> 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 oh, good with you, man? Yeah, good, man. Oh, yeah? Mate. Yeah, I miss you. Yeah, man. Can't complain. <laughs> I have zero response to that. What did you say? He said, well, I, miss you. Oh, I miss you too, yeah. bro, man. I miss you too. Like you went to Manchester. I did, like, I did. Yeah. On a socially distant trip, fam. Yeah, it was quite good, man. Have you ever been, have you ever been to Manchester? Hmm? No, you can visit another household now. Yeah, yeah, you can. From, yeah. from Saturday. Yeah. From 300 miles away, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, That's slightly a double coming to yeah. If you can do it, I can. I was testing my eyesight. I got new glasses. I had to test them out. But no, nah, man, um, have you met every man ever been to Manchester? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been yeah, to Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think of it up there, oh, man? It's good, man. Yeah, what did you do up there, man? You said fun memories. Fun memories, yeah. yeah. The library was just action packed, oh, you know? Shit. Oh, the <laughs> library was the one <laughs> in the central, wasn't it? The big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, man. They got the Madness books. Yeah, Harry Potter books. Woof. I delved deep in that collection, boy. I bet you did. What about you, Kabir, man? What was your take on Manny, bro? I went there for a show. I swear, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, show, tell, tell us more about the show. It was, um, so, obviously, like, be young show, innit? Um, oh. It was good, man. It was yeah. good. Like, one, one thing I realised about up north is everyone's more friendly, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know where I'm from? Like, they're, they're much more open about, open to talking and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, they tell you about the laugh for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. People say hello randomly yeah. as well. Like, not in Manny, I don't think. Oh, that's that's outside of Manny, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I had that in Nottingham where I'll just step out of my crib and I'll see someone and they're like, hey, up, Doc. That's the way they say that again. Hey, up, Doc. Hey, up, Doc. Hey, up, doc. <laughs> yeah. But that's how it is in Liverpool as well, isn't it? Like, yeah, they're just bare, like, you walk past them and they'll say they'll say hello to you. Yeah. You know the maddest thing as well, like it's normal for people to stare at people. That's one thing I can't get over. Like for example, in Manny, if you get on the tram, like people just look at you, fam. And it's like obviously in London if somebody's yeah. staring at you, it's beef, innit? But over there it's normal, it's just they've yeah. never seen you before, so they're just taking in you know what I mean? Like, they're a bit like American in that sense, isn't it? Yeah, a little if bit. If you think about it. A little bit, a little bit. What about you, Metin, man? You're a bit on the quiet side, man. I thought you came to what about Manchester? No, I mean that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I love Manchester, man. Manchester's like a very vibrant city. I've been there like loads of times, isn't it? Yeah. Um what would you do when you go up there, fam? Work, really. Oh, is it, is it? Yeah. Oh what and that that shisha strip, isn't it? <laughs> What's it called? Uh, what's the road? Oh yeah, I've been to like Pashas a few times. Oh, is it? Was it the same as it lit? Yeah, I went by myself, innit? What? What? Yeah, actually, I went with so, you guys. I think when he said he went by himself, he just realized it's recorded, isn't it? Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, wait, who's on the I went out like, four times, okay. um, twice was by what's, myself. Wait, so like, did you like, leave London on a mission just to go patches <clears> on your ones? No, I just huh? need to clear up, I'm not even trying to take the piss away, but like, did you leave your house in the morning for I'm going Manny or Pasha? I'm trying to clear up, man. No, no, no. Oh, okay, you went there for yeah. work and then it was like. Yeah. A- you say you went 400 miles to blow smoke. 
No. <laughs> I've actually, I've smoked them. Yeah, I'm not like you, though, innit? Uh, <laughs> you know what? They just came back from Manchester, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I had to go Pesha's, bro. <laughs> Is it open? Huh? Is it open? Ask Mitty. He's got a tattoo. Were you doing out your car? Huh? Were you doing out your car? Outside. Did you, did you go no. by yourself? With me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. That's when you get the full experience. Bro. Right, is that the new vibe like in Manchester? Mm-hmm. You just go out just and go by yourself, bro. We call it the Mitty. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you, man. I'm fucking with you. But he's only saying that because he knows what's coming next, isn't it? I'm going to let that aside. <laughs> but yeah, man, tell me more of that. So, you like, you like that shoe spot? Why do you keep asking me questions? Yeah. You bum, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. Interrogations. Yeah, like, I told you it's dry, still it? What the fuck? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> you're right, bro. You're on edge today, man. Did you have a sleep up? I'm good, man. Are you sure? Yeah. I want you to be comfortable because if you're not comfortable, I'm not nah, comfortable. I'm good, man. Say no more. Lenny, what's yeah. good with you, man? I'm alright, man. I'm yeah. alright. Um, Ask him um, about Gillingham, innit? <laughs> I ain't been Gillingham, but I'm about Gillingham or Gillingham? What's it called? Gillingham. Gillingham. Why do you know that so well, bro? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> a lot of good memories in Manchester. I've always had good uh, experiences in Manchester because obviously I only go there to watch football and usually, oh, yeah, usually we win, innit? So. Yeah, bro, yeah, last yeah. time you went, you lost to Crystal Palace. <laughs> 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 hey, he's got a gun, cocked to ready. No, but it's, it's so funny. We're not talking Robinson. The, the last time I went, we smacked up Man City 2-0. So, oh, oh, you went to that game? Oh, shit. What was the last game? I said it was that. That was, that was the second game of the season. I've been to like four games a season, so. Okay. Wasn't that, he's just getting on to guys for no reason. Like, he hasn't been. Bro, what happened, what happened this week, man? Why she, didn't, she, she didn't text him back. He's pissed. Huh? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, we need visuals, man. Oh, man. We need visuals. Oh, man. shit, man. I can't wait for visuals. Bro, bro you're opening yourself up for a dangerous podcast today, bro. Bro, you think man's shook? Man's not shook, bro. Man, we're up on this, fam. I'm ready for you, bro. Yeah. Mm, I'm ready for you, man. Don't forget, like, I've been to LA with you. I've been New York with you. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. We've played them kind of games. Yeah. Oh, saying, oh, it? Oh, you go Barca with him. Oh, no, say no more, man. <laughs> the, 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 list, the listeners might want to know. <laughs> Listen, this might want to know what you guys, you might have been up to, innit? Uh, say no more, man. They might, they might want to know. They might want to know what you've been up to, man. There's a certain listener that might want to know as well, fam. I'm not involved. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But no, no, no. Let's 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 bring it back in, man. Shall we get it started for this week? Let's go, man. Right, cool, man. Corona, corona. News, current affairs, man. Um, the first topic of discussion. I don't know if you men are clued up on this one, but obviously with the Black Lives Matter movement, there's there's a topic or a case that has been thrown back into the forefront, and I feel that like it never really got full on attention when it happened. But it's the Shukri Abdi case. Mm. Do you man know much about it? I know bits and bobs about I th- it. I thought I knew something, but you kind of corrected me on it. Okay, yeah. okay. So I'll give you that the story in a nutshell. So basically, this girl, she was a refugee that came from Somalia. And um, she uh, they settled the family in North Manchester. And then flipping, she must have she must have been going to the school. And this school has a history of bullying. Like, so bad, even a teacher in that school committed suicide. suicide because they were getting yeah. bullied. Do you know what I mean? By the kids? Uh, yeah. by, by the other teachers, I by believe it was. Colleagues, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so this girl must have started going to the school. She was getting bullied. Her mum reported this bullying to the school multiple times. The school did nothing about it. Flipping. Um, so what happened is eventually she, she was forced to go to this river place with uh, some of the people that were bullying her. And then she somehow she ended up in the water. She couldn't swim. She ended up drowning. So when this happened, the, what's it called? 
the school kind of put that they didn't even put their hands up they were like oh you never really complained about the bullying that this never really happened there was a kid that got excluded for bullying that girl who said no nah, she did complain because you excluded me for bullying this girl oh. and then they permanently excluded this child for saying that do you know what wow. I mean? So it's a cover-up, yeah? What the fuck is wrong with the school? It's, it's, it's a cover-up, fam. It's mad. They even changed the name of the school since yeah, this happened. Yeah, they changed the name. Yeah. They branded the whole school. How long ago was this? It, it happened last year, last year in June. Yeah, it's very recent, bro. And it was that minimal news. And then on top of that, fam, what pisses me off the most personally for me is the police reaction. So when, when all of this happened, fam, it's that they were rushing to close the case. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, this is my take on it, this is my analysis on it. I feel like because it's a refugee family, the mum doesn't have the best grasp of English, it was kind of like, just ignore them kind of thing. Let's not even put our work, effort, resources into this. And why should that happen? At the end, they justice should prevail regardless of your background. This, this child came here, sorry to, sorry to say, but this child came here you know, for, for a better life, to be safe. Yeah. But yet, they end up getting killed. Like that. Did they reopen yeah. the case now? They reopened the case due to pressure. So I think yeah. the mayor of Manchester, Manchester received yeah, over 6,000 yeah. emails and due to that, they reopened the case. So hearing my little story or rant about that, what's Shree Man's take on that story? Well, I mean, I think you've hit here on the spot. Like, it's been swept under the carpet because obviously um, the refugees and the mother hasn't got the best English. So it's an easy opportunity just to say, ah, you know what, let's ignore the situation and mm. just hope it it dies out but obviously it's not it's it's been a reversed effect which mm. is good mm. i didn't even know the case was open again i've heard about it, the story but i haven't heard it was open mm. again so mm. that's good mm. I, I saw a post um where she <coughs> used to actually hang around with like she had an older friend from yeah, like year 11, 11 or something yeah, yeah, yeah who spoke about the case actually and um so she used to chill with her and her friends in it mm. and she even told her that she gets bullied and stuff but mm -hmm. Nothing was being done. Done about it. And on the day when she actually like drowned and stuff, apparently the kids that went to the canal with her, they like fake friended her and it yeah, pretended to yeah. be her friend. They, they used to bully her. And then mm. yeah, then mm. that happened. Nah man, it's just it's just shocking because it's just I don't know, man, you see a case like this and you got you got you gotta be honest and say it. Like if this was a person mm. of a white background, mm. would it the be outcome different? would have been different? My question is, right, so what do you think happens, like, as a police officer, what do you think happens, like, where is your humanity, like, you know something's not right, where, why, like... That's the thing, in this country, I feel like we've had a history of cover-ups when it comes to these cases, I feel like, because there's a certain level of, like, people are uncomfortable with the truth, do you know what I mean? So people feel reluctant to admit, yeah, there's a little bit of racism here, this is why that happened. They would rather be like, no, it's not racism, it was an accident, she ended up dying, that's it, because the case, for example, never mind that, even with the Stephen Lawrence case, what happened with that? Yeah. If I well, remember correctly... Yeah. Only the guy, one guy got arrested, uh, sent to prison only like, what, five years ago? Yeah. This case happened when? In 1996. Yes. Come on. Yeah, 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 I think it was, it was, nice. it was, it was in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so... And it was that was when, when the murder happened, fam, when the case was open to be investigated or whatever, they were very quick to just close it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And they made it, they, they tried to make it look like it was a gang murder or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's that, why is it when people of a certain background that there's like a lack of, there's like a lack of, what's the word I'm looking for? Hunger and desire for That's them to try. Like yeah. like I was one years old. Yeah. Wow. That, that was the kind of the question I wanted to ask. You're, you're sort of answering it, but it's like, in the case like this one you just mentioned, What's the incentive for them to not delve into the case? That's my point. What's exactly. the incentive for them I don't to get not it. delve into the case? Because what do you, you don't lose much from actually trying to find out what's happened. But maybe trying it's to, just a lack of will, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah but you say that though, but you know these guys have targets. Yeah, man, it's just, I, yeah, it's a weird one because I, 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 I'm looking at it like, cool, so you've got the police force in Manchester. Is there not someone in that police force that's looking at this thinking, something's a it's bit off right. here? Yeah. So I, it shouldn't we like look into this kind of case? <laughs> What are you focusing on that's taking your attention away from this? You know, this is essentially murder. It's a murder case it's on your hands. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how the police force works, but I, I look at it like, obviously, I don't know, the, the bigger the case or crime that you resolve, the, the, the more stripes and ratings you would get. Mm. So if, if you've got a potential murder case mm. in a school, yeah. why are you not desperate to find out yeah. what the reason but behind it? I guess you're kind of <coughs> answering the question yeah. by saying... But who's I the, mean, you got to break down the dynamics behind the case. So for example, who's the person that got murdered? It's a refugee, do you know yeah. what I mean? So why should I take up a strap? Solving a murder case is not going to be easy. Why should I put in... It's not, hours but I think resources? it's not, you're right. But yeah. I think it, surely it's easier now. Yeah. You've got the resources and the tools. Yeah. You've got Twitter. Who, uh, there's loads of people that can give you information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not start... There, there were people there that when, when it happened, I tried to say, but that I've told exactly Do you think this refugee girl just randomly walked around in the evening to a river and just... That's, then, what, that's what the like, feds are saying. That's on, literally man. what the feds are saying, man. But do you feel like... On. Let me ask you man, another question. Do you feel like because obviously in the UK, the Black Lives Matter movement has focused a lot on this case. Yeah. Do you might think that by that happening, do you think that justice will actually happen, will get served? Or do you feel like... 100%. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. yeah. That's, well, that's one thing you've got to realise though. When there's so much outcry for a certain case, that's when stuff, shit gets done. I'm, I'm yeah, not pessimistic. But that's, that's not my, my frustration. I've got a little bit of frustration there because... Yes, it's important to, to deal with this case and find out what happened, but I want the bigger picture to be solved, not just individual cases, otherwise we're not really going to get anywhere. Yeah, we're just going to deal with something when it happens. We need policies in place for, to be, for us to be protected in general. I'm, I'm pessimistic. Right. I don't know if justice will 100 because you guys have said 100%. I'm not too sure about 100%. I feel like a lot of times what, what they do is they kind of just draw out the situation until we forget about it. Exactly. So... It's like they'll take the initial steps to make you think, yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. our protest, we've done something. And then a year down the line, when obviously, because naturally a lot of things are going on in the day to day, especially Mm. right now. Naturally, your mind will go to other things. Then a year down the line, it's like, bro, I wonder what actually happened to that That case. And nothing nothing comes of it. Nothing comes. Grenfell, what's happening? Still ongoing, bro. Was there not people? The last thing they blamed on the fire brigade. The fire brigade didn't install the cladding. Was there not an outside at the time? That's what I'm saying. So I'm pessimistic. I would love there to be justice served in this situation, but I don't know. For me personally, if I, was, if I was to answer that question, I feel like before we, that before we can even get to the justice, you know, being served and all of that, we need to address the issue of institutional racism within our police forces. Yeah. That's what mm. we need to do. The whole reason that this case is is, is a problem is due to institutional racism. Because yeah. that's the whole reason. Yeah. That's that the thing, though, isn't it? Like, so for example, like even with the whole protest, like since last week on the weekend, like obviously everyone's like, we see all these media presenters. They're like, why do you keep? Um, why are we protesting over something that's happening in America? Mm. And they don't get it, but like, I feel like that's the thing. I think they think that people are protesting about what's happening in America. Yes, that's a catalyst, but actually the people who are out there are angry about what's been happening over here. Like for example, I think it's like 68 cases of, um, or 70 cases of uh, people who've died in police custody, who are obviously of like ethnic minority black background. Mm. And all of the cases, none of the police officers have been charged mm. um, and like some of those cases obviously I can't comment for all of them because I don't know all of mm-hmm. them but like some of them like you, you can clear see their like footage 
where you know someone is being like murdered as a result of like the way they've been treated Mm. like so for example Rashawn Rashawn Charles um, and then it's like what Mike said they'll just do yeah we're launching an investigation la 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 and the officer's being suspended or like he's been taken off frontline duty so he's behind behind a desk for example and then it's like this what what I don't get is this it's like where you can see the footage what investigation? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, the footage is there. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like when George Floyd died when in eight minutes and 46 seconds. It's like, what What do you need? What, what like investigation? Open and shut Yeah, this. like, you see the footage <laughs> is there. It's clear, like, you know. And so I think, you know, like, I think it's just to kind of come back to the point about the case that you were talking about as well, I think, you know, like, people obviously have a right to be angry because I don't think institution like, I think, as you say, Mark, I think, you know, it's an institutional racism problem. Mm. But just for the, for the listeners' sake, sorry, uh, Mike, could you just define institutional racism? Because I feel like it's a term that gets thrown around a lot, but no one's actually broken it down for a lot of people. Yeah. So when you say institutional racism, what does that mean for you? So institutional racism can mean like loads of different things, and it's like you know it's important that you kind of understand the nuance of it. But um, so for example, um, you know it would obviously mean that there are systematic barriers within the institution that disproportionately affect or discriminate against people of colour or people of ethnic minorities. So, for example, um, an institutionally racist organisation will, you know, seek to prevent, for example, people of ethnic minority backgrounds or people who are different to them to sort of, to grow within the organisation, mm-hmm. to be, to prosper and to go into leadership positions. Um, an institutionally racist organisation may discriminate and make, you know, you know, place microaggressions on mm-hmm. people who work um, in those spaces and create an unhealthy working environment to the point where a person will not see themselves welcome in that area, like in that in that field. So it can mean like a lot of different things, but essentially like if you were to sort of broaden it to a sort of broad um, definition, it would essentially mean that is without me necessarily saying to you, hey Mo, I don't like you because the way like, you look, yeah. what it will be is it's just like sort of, I will put everything in place institutionally, uh, process wise to make sure that you know, that you don't have a good time here and that we make life difficult for you. Mm. Which in many ways, I think it's, sometimes it's worse because I think partly the problem we have in the UK in comparison to the US is, and I don't like making comparisons because I feel like everything is... It's still bad, yeah. yeah. Exactly, and they've all got their different um, challenges to sort of <clears> face <throat> with, but with institution racism, it's, it's, it's you can't pin it to say, hey, like you've, this is what you've done wrong. You know what I mean? You can comment and you could interpret why you think it's wrong but there's nothing you got on them it's to say said there's no like 100% evidence to say you can't say clear-cut evidence you are being racist for example yeah. but you know as an ethnic minority person the barriers that are being put in there and, and to your interpretation you know but they won't understand that um, either they're choosing not to understand it or they won't understand it that's yeah. the two things as well so that's my sort of uh, that's well covered man yeah. you've even you've taught me yeah. stuff that I didn't know as a side of institutional racism yeah. so thank you bro we say Matthew, man, you were saying something. Yeah, I was, it was just a, it's, again, it's just a question. It's like, in those incidents, like Rashawn Charles, for example, where it's an open and shut case, don't, do you feel like the police, like in terms of com- convicting the guy who's actually done the offence, yeah. murder, essentially, do you feel like they fear convicting their own? And why? What's the reason behind it? It's precedent, I think. Yeah. If like, if one police officer is charged with murder or with the killing of a civilian, Yeah then that would open up the door for more police officers to be charged for murder. That might even open up the door for previous murders yeah, to be exactly looked into that. again. Yeah. So, what does that, yeah, so what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? Better so, policing. 
But yeah, but that's what the yeah. thing is. It also means more scrutiny, change within the organization, which is come back to the point about institutional racism, which is that those people in positions of power within that institution so don't, don't want, want that. that. Yeah. To change, exactly. Yeah. Well, I so guess, I guess that's where the balance comes in because uh, to to not do that, you now risk what's going on, what potentially may happen tomorrow, yeah. which is protests they're, that aren't peaceful. They're, 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 you know the Rashan Charles thing, right? It's ridiculous, but basically their their explanation for why he had... I don't know if you lost... Have you not ever seen what happened to yeah, Rashan Charles? Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically their explanation for him, for the police officer having him on the ground... Have you not... Do you not know Chris Benoit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever seen when Triple he does the... Yes. Yeah, yes. Like, imagine that, yeah, but around your head, mm. yeah? Around the boy's head, innit? The explanation was that he was trying to get the drugs out of his mouth. Right, so you're telling me, as a trained police officer, you have to result to choking someone literally, yeah, to get the drugs out of the and, and there's no other means that you could apply. Furthermore, I swear, if you if you digest drugs, aren't there ways that it will show, right? Sure. Because yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you don't need it there and then. then. Like that's that's, that's he's trying to take yeah. the drugs you could have for just taken him into custody. That, yeah. That's it. You've got him under you your control. Yeah. You can test him for drugs. Yeah. Just get him to pee. That's yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. It's just quiet. Um, if I talk more on this topic, I'll get in trouble. So let <laughs> me keep quiet, man, because that is clear cut murder. And I think he said something to me earlier when that police officer had, wasn't actually charged. Um, yeah, charged or anything. No, no, wasn't no. even investigated. You know, you know the other thing is as well. Yeah, um, I was talking to um, someone about this recently, and I think she was telling me because she's done like, a lot of research around it. I think 60 or 70% of the people who have died um, in like, police custody have exactly died with the words, I can't breathe. Mm. Mm. It's mad, isn't it? That's mm. crazy. Now, I hear that. That's a, that's a mad number. But we've kind of diverted away from the topic at hand because we went into police brutality. Oh, yeah. yeah, but um, what was I going to say? I'll move on to the next one because I feel like we covered that section quite well. But um, I've got a question for you, man. And this is basically, I just want your opinions, isn't it? There's no really facts with that. Pretty Patel, is she a pagan or a hero? Pagan, pagan man. Pagan. I want to hear opinions. Why, why is she a pagan? Bro, I, I can actually don't know where she's from, bro. Yeah. Pandering, that, for, the, pandering for a community that, that will never take her. No matter what you do, they're not going to take you, bro. Give me examples of what you mean when you say just that. Just saying what they want to hear. As like, in? So basically, they, they, use, they literally use her as a shield. Um, as a representation of the BAME community. I have something to say about that. They do, yeah. And say, look, yeah, we've got this person. Have you not seen what happened, though? In the House of Commons. Basically, yeah. So it all started where... That's what I hate. Like, a good friend of mine, actually, she's an MP, Flo, she basically raises, like, a genuine question, right, about the government's systematic failing to deal with, sort of, like, people from BME communities being affected... Um, and then her response was basically, oh, how dare you say that this government is racist because when I was younger, I was called... The yeah, and like exactly. That. But what I don't understand is, is you're not dealing with the questions that she's asking yeah. you. Yeah. So, so, so just because yeah. you've gone through so it, does yeah. it make it all right? Yeah. So basically, she pulled she the goes, Just because you've gone through mm. it, does it make it all right for everyone else and to then go through it? It gets you know worse, though. It gets worse. And then, she, and then now she's, then she's saying now, then she basically followed up that comment to say that she actually thinks it's racist that the other Side, MPs yeah. basically say that she um, should tell her how to think because she's yeah. a BME person. So I don't have to think like you know. So she goes, she thinks that's racist. 
So then 31 Labour MPs then done a joint letter. Yeah, yeah. and the response to that was disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then again, <clears throat> so she's, it's just like... She's, she's, I don't know, I'm nothing about that. Please tell me more. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. So, so they, wrote, they, wrote, they wrote a letter to, for 31 Labour MPs wrote a letter to say that, you know, you can't use your own personal experience or whatever it's a way to say that you know like for, to speak for the government in, in many ways like to kind of say like put oh, in the race card yeah, yeah exactly um, and then basically she's, she's playing the victim card now yeah. she's making it about herself isn't it? yeah she's, she's trying to like um, to twist it and play it like play, play the race card the point is this yeah is look we look at your track record innit and your track record stinks in the sense that like you know you could come out and say all this stuff we want it doesn't matter who you are whether you're conservative Labour whatever but your track record stinks. Like, you, what have you ever done for people? You can sit there and say whatever about yourself, but what have you ever actually done for people of um, thing of color? Nothing. Yeah. On the Windrush stuff, she's been abysmal, right? If anything, you've been quiet the whole way about everything. Was that, and, and was that went, under her watch though? It doesn't matter whether it's under her watch or not. So ho- hold on a second. So she's publicly apologized the other day after the BBC um, documentary came out. Why did you have to wait for a BBC documentary to come out for you to apologize? Why couldn't you apologize two years before when you became or the Home Secretary or whatever it was, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You have to wait for a BBC documentary to come out. Yeah. Secondly, like, she's never, like, even the way she's treated, like, when you look at the immigrant, you know, during the Brexit debate, the way she talks about immigrants is disgusting, yeah? yeah? When she herself was an immigrant, I don't understand that as well. I her think parents her parents were, were immigrants. Her parents were immigrants, yeah? yeah? Um, do you know something, let me just say something quickly about that. Do you know, under the immigration system that she's trying to implement, her parents wouldn't be allowed to come into Yeah, exactly. 100%. That the hypocrisy so she wouldn't be well. where she is right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you were that saying. another one. Um, even this, where she has failed to apologise, well, not apologise, but like, just sympathise with the, uh, the racism. Ah, yeah, exactly this, yeah. I mean, I, I tweeted about this as well, yeah. It's like, she came out, so for example, you know, like on last week's Saturday, and this is what annoys me about the media narrative about the whole protest, right? I was there. There was about a quarter of a million people that wasn't reported. Yeah, let me give you a round of applause, though, no. for Guy, bro, man. You, you need that, bro, man. No, you need that. No, I think it's important, isn't it? Like, as in, like, I've got, like, you guys all, do you know what I mean? Apart from Kabir, like, you're all black. And if I've got black friends and I represent black constituents as well, like, I won't feel comfortable myself to look you guys in the face, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's one that's, thing. That's, that's, that's real, man. That's bugging me, bro, man. Nah, I'll read that, I'll read that. Yeah. And the second thing is, is basically, when I went there, like, I've been to anti Brexit marches, yeah? And this one definitely had more than a quarter of a million people because I've seen like how many people were there and I've and that's what they reported at the anti-Brexit marches. So it doesn't make sense when they say it was a, a, like thousands of people. There was more than a quarter of a million people there. That's the first thing. Secondly, 99.5% of the people there were, were peacefully protesting. In fact, I didn't see anyone who was doing anything violence. I was there from 12 to 4 o'clock, 12 to 3.30 in fact, sorry. That's the longest I've been at any march and protest. And previously I've gone to like three or four different... Um, Brexit, Brexit marches, which which were like similar time as well. Um, so what annoys me is this, yeah. Right, fair enough, people acting violently, it's unacceptable. You shouldn't do that because you also take, like she's right when she says that you know they're taking away the the actual attention away from the real cause um, thing. What annoys me is this though. So George Floyd was murdered on TV, well like on video camera, eight minutes forty six seconds in front of our eyes, right? You had how many weeks has it been? Two three weeks. Two weeks, right? Two and a half, three you weeks. You haven't come out and said nothing about it. Not even a tweet to say how disgusting is this, whatever, right? But then you want to come out in literally a matter of minutes, yeah? And to defend, I mean, no, to basically 
um, you know, call out people who took down the statue of a slave trader who had more than 100,000 slaves. And then, you, and then you want to have the cheek to then come... And by the way, from Africa, from where you're from, in Uganda as well. So, and then you want to have the come out and cheek to say that, you know, you're a voice for... Like, come on. Like, so, you know what, what I mean? yeah, what, what do you expect us to think? Exactly. Like, I just don't get the logic, man. I, I'm actually taken back for once during this podcast that I have nothing to say. <laughs> what the fuck? She's got issues. What the fuck? And I heard another thing, and you man might be able to enlighten me further on this. I heard that she's done a thing now where... You know, because obviously there's there's uh, more protests expected tomorrow in central yeah. London, where she's done a thing now. If you're charged with violence, there's a fast track system for twenty four hours. Yeah. So you'd be charged and you know um, put through the court system within twenty four hours of being arrested. Yeah. Do you get like, Do you feel like she's like setting up systems and processes against people that are protesting against you know well, protesting for equality and stuff like that? Of course there is. Yeah. Of course she is. So why do you, why do you think that? Because I do, it's like it's almost like ah uh, it's it's a weird one because the the people so the people that are protesting now initially the the whole idea of it is is peaceful right mm. like the ones we've seen it prior, is though yeah the, the majority is yeah, peaceful I haven't like, really seen much yeah. that's violent like the most of the violence I've seen has been in the states here yeah. it, for the most part it's been very mm. peaceful mm. now that the, 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 we've got a peaceful protest over here now we've seen videos of like far right people and just different say it say it say it exactly Tom, so we've seen yeah. Tommy Robinson we've seen just random waste men did you see even yeah. Britain's first time a protest saying white lives matter or something yeah it's like random waste men basically mm. igniting the fire saying yeah you know if you're pulling down statues of this guy you try and pull a statue down of Churchill we're going to come and defend mm. it but do you feel like they're trying to change the narrative for their own reasons turn it instead of being you know everyone against reason to black versus white yeah, but that's exactly that's exactly what they want. They want to like create a race war. Do you know what I mean? Mm. This is what they thrive off. They want to create like an environment where they're loving it right now. Do you know what I mean? They love the fact that you know like they can because it, it, it. Who's they? Who's they? Like the far right. Mm. They love it right now because this is what they want. This is what they want is they want a divided society where people hate each other based on their the color of the skin and it's like and that's the that's the worrying thing really and it's, it's and the worst thing is is that the government is not coming out and speaking out against them. Speaking about BLM. And what annoys me is this here. People say like, you know, and I'm, I'm going slightly off topic, but they're like, but why do people feel like they have to go out and protest? And this is what I say to people who are like, not, like, not black, right? Like when they ask that question, I always say to them is this, okay, you and me, for example, as well, as non-black people, we're worried about dying from COVID, right? A virus that exists, or like someone close to us is dying from COVID. Now put yourself in a black person's position, right? You've got COVID generally, and then separate to that, right, you've got another virus as well, which is also a day-to-day concern, which also is a life-threatening issue, which other people don't have to deal with. So if you put yourself in a black person's position, it's like, at this point, you don't really have, if you're not going to stand up now, when are you going to stand up? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when are you going to stand up and say, like, I've heard so many people saying to me, like, I'm either going to die from that or this. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many parents, if you speak to them, they worry when their child goes to school because they don't know, like, if something's going to happen and... Do you know what I mean? So, I just think people need to be a bit more understanding and empathetic about the reasons why, like, this is the biggest stain on human history and the fact that, you know, it's been going on for this long and it's not even 400 years. Hmm. If you look at black slavery, it's actually even probably even longer, way longer yeah, than that. Yeah. When you when we're talking about Arabs, for example, Arab um, yeah, during the Arab Peninsula when the they had slaves century, as well. Bro. Exactly. So, 
how are we living with this comfortably? Yeah, the strength in numbers as well. So obviously a lot of people that may not have felt um, the courage to have a voice in the past mm. or to be able to take part in these kind of things. Now, obviously, because it's so widespread, they feel comfortable to be able to do so. So yeah, it's like Mete said, it's almost like now or never. If mm. I don't speak now, That's when's true. it going to happen? Yeah. But kind of going back to it, it's like, I guess my beef is... So the Preeti Patels, whoever's sought out this law, it's like, what? It's in my opinion, you should be condemning the people who are igniting the fire rather than the people who are protesting. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it feels like. Obviously, you haven't said, yeah, we're going after black people or people protesting. But that's the energy. But that's what it feels like. That's exactly. the energy. Yeah. And yeah. for the most part, it's been very peaceful. Mm. And the only time it's looked like there may be something tomorrow is because of that far right exactly mm. that's what i'm saying so it just feels very it still feels very it, it's subtle it's mm. like a subtle law where you can't say it's openly racist but it feels that but way. then you know so funny man to flip it that's the same exact shit that we're protesting against against it's that passive aggression yeah. it's that racism that's there yeah but it's so well hidden that it makes you feel like your man's playing tricks on you yeah, yeah. exactly like i said yeah, last yeah. week you know what i mean and it's like even when we're protesting against that, you're going to hit us with a little bit more of that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> the thing is as well, is a lot of these things are there to be like abused. That's why I always feel uncomfortable with certain things. Like this kind of law, like it's, it's, yeah. I feel like it's always there to be abused. Like it can the easily be with this kind of law, police officers now are going to be attending the protest. There may be more numbers. They see anything little out of character. Boom. It's yeah. not even illegal. Anything small. Boom. Oh, someone t- took something from a shop. Shop. Yeah, that's it. Right. They yeah. aggravate yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. I was there last week. When I've been to protests before, Cubs, you've been with me as well. Lenny, you've been with me as well, yeah. They don't ride with big horses yeah, through public. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about a very confined space where literally you can't. There mm. are like yeah. hundreds and thousands of people. There's no way to move. Yeah. These men are walking through crowds with horses. horses. They're telling people to move out of the way. Now you're aggravating people. Why do you need those horses there? But do you know why? Because that's a common police tactic when it comes to policing the black community. They feel like that's the only way they can speak to us. Again, I can go back to times when I've told you, man, about getting stopped and such. Whenever I get stopped and such, there's a level of aggravation. Do you know what I mean? They will talk to me in a certain way. The way they will, like, for example, search my car and throw my shit all around the car. They do that on purpose to aggravate you. That's the way that they always think that they have to police us. Do you know what I mean? And the only thing is now, they're just reflecting it on a wider scale. Where the whole public can see this and be like, what the fuck? This ain't normal. But somehow, it's still not registering with everyone that, raw. this is a little bit fucked up. Because... I remember last year, Tommy Robinson was getting caught in um, Old Bailey. Yeah, yeah, and I used yeah, to walk yeah. past that direction, fam. Then my rioted, they were beating our feds. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. the, the level of police was not as heavy handed no, as we've been seeing exactly. at these that, protests. That sounds like fear to me. Fear That's what I was thinking. Mm. Fear it's a lack of courage. It's fear like, fear. I have to take this approach because I don't really, really want to enter the situation mm. on a calm sort of vibe. Mm. That's what I feel like anyway. Yeah. I feel like Sorry, I, mean, you, I always feel like it's a lack of courage. Yeah. You might see that horse go wild, bro. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah, want to talk too much on that one because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a lack of courage. Like I, it's it's almost like for example, if you're a police I've just painted the picture, if you're a police officer and you've seen this group of black people and you're scared that if anything kicks off I'm gonna get dominated in this situation, mm. then that your initial approach without the thing is that should be your approach your approach should be let me talk to them on a human level gain an understanding and interact with them properly yeah but they're thinking yeah you know what if i get into any sort of interaction and it goes left that's it i'm 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 gonna lose so let me just approach it with a horse let me just approach it with a taser yeah that's the initial that's what i feel like 
people are getting kettled. Like. It's a lack of courage. Yeah, yeah. People, people, people are getting kettled. So, for example, I was reading a Guardian article where the girl she went to the Black Lives Matter protest. She's a she's a white girl, and she was saying that she's been to protests before, but she's never been kettled. So obviously, white who like Mate mentioned, is it's like a long strip of road. You know what I mean? There's no exits. Yeah. So like, what the police would do? Right, police would be on one side of the road, and then the other side of the road, and they would squeeze everyone in together. They had the kettle. She said from 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. People yeah. couldn't go totally, couldn't do nothing. Why are you so heavy-handed, man? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you had no, a bit no, to say. No, 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 it's calm, it's calm. So you lot talked about um, Preeti Patel. Do you know who else has been a prick this week? Tell us Nigel man. Farage, man. I don't he know got sacked or he resigned or something, I uh-huh. heard. What, what, LBC, LBC. LBC. Yeah, he decided to not renew his contract. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you lot saw, he was on Good Morning Britain as well. And then they were having... ripped him. Yeah, yeah, they all ripped him. But basically, bro, he... The points that he made was just pathetic. So he basically tried to compare Black Lives Matter to Taliban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He tried to compare Black yeah. Lives Matter he to Taliban. He tweeted it as well. He tweeted yeah. it as well. Yeah, yeah. And also, what he done was so Piers Morgan was like openly asking him. So like they were talking about the statues being taken down and stuff. And then Piers Morgan openly asked him, "So what about when Germany took down the statue of like Adolf Hitler and stuff like that? Do you agree with that?" He wasn't giving a straight answer. You know, he was literally saying. I agree the fact that it was done democratically, that's good. But anytime Piers Morgan was saying, do you agree that them taking down Adolf Hitler was correct? He, he kept staying silent, bro. He kept deflecting from it. That and is stunning, me, man. Brother, and when I yeah, heard... You're I talking like, about Nigel Farage, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of these guys tiptoe on the line of racism. So behind closed doors, they're violently, ra- they're violently racist. <laughs> of course, they don't have to say it. They don't get in trouble. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They're violently racist. So when they go on a news broadcasting show or whatnot, they just have to tiptoe the line. They, they obviously their feelings are way worse than what they're presenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just they try yeah, and say I, it a PC way that where the condemnation isn't too much. I don't blame much. them. Yeah. So uh, like when you say they're slipping up, that's not a slip up. Yeah, this is a this is an inch of what they really feel. Yeah, it's an inch of what they really feel. Catch them slipping behind closed doors. What they're gonna say. Is 10 oh, times the madness yeah, of this. Of it's not a slip up to me. It's just like a peak of what I really feel. You know, I'm giving it to you in a calmer, more PC way. Package, yeah. Yeah. You know this whole statue stuff though, yeah? Like, I feel like it's kind of, it's really important. Don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like I don't think we should be glorifying these people and, you know, like, fuck them really. Like, let's take it down. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm on the fence, you know, all, but I'll tell all, you all, all, all these Edward Coulson's and stuff, like, take them down. Like, why are we having people that we're celebrating? Just take them down. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, just, and the second thing is, it's like for me, it's like I feel like now all we're ever talking about is statues. So as if the problem is statues, you know what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't be there in the first place, but that's not the issue at hand. The issue at hand is police brutality, mm-hmm. and let's not like get um, distracted from from that. And I feel like now we're just in this trap where basically we're having this big national debate about what statues should be there or not, and that should be something happening on the side. But the real bit is, is the systematic Racism. change that needs to happen, mm. rather than just the statues. You know what I mean? I hear what you're saying because instead of people talking about police brutality now, it's kind of become a battle of that: should we knock down the statues? Should we leave them? But in terms of the statues, to be honest with you, bro, I don't. I think they should be taken down. But I don't think I feel like about us taking them down and throwing them in the river or whatever, fam. It's that we're erasing history. This is history. It still needs to be acknowledged. You know what I mean? Instead of yeah, us but you don't celebrating, need to them yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. So instead of us celebrating and glorifying these people and putting them in public places, they need to be put in museums where people can actually. Not even museums, man. Like, throw them in the river, bro. Nah, nah. Because nah, when you throw them in the river, do you know, do you know what happens? When you throw them in the river, fam, it, it serves a purpose. It deletes that part of history. Do you know what I mean? Well, you don't, for example, so, this whole. Oh, well, I, I, I don't want. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me just. If I can just finish my point. 
My point is this, fam, is that things that this have happened, it's happened, it's done. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But we can't erase this from history because once we erase this from history, fam, it puts us in a dangerous place because it allows people to forget the fact that it happened. It forgets the fact that that, that the people that ended coasting existed, and for us to be able yeah, to, but you don't but have bro, a statue of them to, to, to. So the thing is, here's this. Yeah, the question is this. It's like I hear a lot of people saying, "Yeah, let's put them in museum and educate kids," but. I remember my experience of going to museums, yeah? Mm. Going to a museum was a trip. Mm. It was something you look forward to, yeah? Mm. And when I went in there, you were always kind of like taken back by the items in the yeah, museum. Yeah, the so, artifacts are yeah, there to be revered. Exactly. So if, if I'm going there mm. to, like, I could still read and learn the history about someone who's not like, no one's asking that. What I'm saying is, is why do we need to have, like, statues of people? So, for example, let's flip the question. So should we have statues of Hitler in museums. If it, te- if it serves a purpose of teaching and nah. educating people. You can, the thing well, is that- like, That sounds wild. It is wild. Yeah. Because, sounds wild. because the thing is, you could still teach people about the bad the people without, without having, having the statues. statues. Nah, yeah. I, hear, I hear what you're saying, but my point is this, maybe saying the statues is a bad example, but what I feel is that let's not delete or rewrite history because it's very important for people to know their history. I feel like one of the biggest problems as to why we have this racism is the fact that people don't know their history. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people think, for example, a lot of, I don't want to generalise, but a lot of people that vote for UKIP and stuff like that think, oh, all these immigrants are here because... Nah, they don't know about colonisation. They don't know about what their country did. And then as a result of that, there's all these people here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's important for people to understand the history for these type of reasons. That's no, what I'm trying I hear to say, you, but what, my only point is, and my last point on that issue is just the fact that I don't think in order to teach people history, you need to have statues in them. An interesting fact is actually on those slave trade owners. Do you guys know that actually um, the UK only stopped paying uh, 2015. 2015. Yeah. 2015. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very well. So we've all been contributing basically. Yeah, very well. basically anyone who's been working until 2015 paying yeah. tax. Yeah. You might have been paying, we've all been paying fucking, uh, yeah, so, ridiculous, man. Yeah. Fact, I'm getting angry, bro. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one, yeah. Flipping, uh, we've kind of covered it in a way, but I want to do like a little bit of a deeper dive and just understand your take on this one. Tommy Robinson and the Counter March. We've discussed it briefly. What that, for example, today, yeah, he said that he's gonna withdraw from the march tomorrow. Do you think that's a calculated move, or do you think he woke up and just came to his senses? I think it's a calculated move because um, he was never gonna go. He was never gonna go. I think he he's aware of his influence, so all he had to do was just say, "Look, one guys, yeah, make one video and say, guys, look, they're fucking, they're fucking up our our hero." Our hero statue. Yeah. We need to get out there. You're not a man if you get out there. Da, 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 da. Mm. That's going to spark up some yeah. interest in people who aren't very smart, mm. and they're going to go down there and they're going to do what he says. Mm. So mm. he didn't. He, yeah, he, he just had to say he's going to go there. But he knows he's not going to go there. I don't give people like that um, credit. <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't give him, people like him credit to where I would say it's a calculated move. I think it's just as simple as he saw the black lives matter <laughs> and black people getting shine. And it, it wasn't sitting right with him. As a racist, it wouldn't sit right with you when the other side is getting a lot of shine. Mm. Like things that changes are being made to help them progress. In so, this country? No, however small you may believe them to be, they're, they're doing things. They're yeah, doing yeah. certain things. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he he don't like that idea. So if he's trying to divert the attention onto something else. So that's so, I don't so, think it's calculated. So my question to you is: Do you, do you believe saying that? Then do you believe that he generally doesn't actually care about? Uh, Churchill and the statue. Nah, nah. I, don't I, think so. I think that's 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 so. not a that's an excuse for him to get yeah. himself out yeah. of there. Because it's not it's a statue at the end yeah. of the day. It's yeah, a statue. Yeah. 
Like it's just like an atom. Well, he's never spoken about that. It's actually before. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, he's, yeah, it's the same thing with Farage, isn't it? It's just ways for these guys to. Those things are there to for them to kind of use it as vehicles to kind of get there while they're the cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying it's not necessarily like that itself. Mm. But what annoys me is you know, it's this thing where like I feel like the response to the far right from our leaders has been appalling. So, Never mind appalling. I don't think I've heard that's anything. what I'm saying. So, no, for example, has he been spoken on the matter? No. Like, so all this week we've been hearing people saying, "Yeah, don't go out protest." So all messages directed towards the Black Lives Matter movement and people who support for it. But then you, you've heard nothing about the fact that you know, I mean, because they're saying, "Yeah, because far right people are going to turn up." Well, then fucking don't let them turn up then, innit? Like, get your police officers to bloody stop them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's the thing. It's the weird thing is, and it, and it will hurt me if I see it tomorrow. Where if they're, if they're allowed to just sort of sit there and stand there and spill, spill out all this shit, like their verbal, like all their abuse and shit, like their racist, vile shit, and then the police is just sitting there around them. Whereas when you flip it around to the other way around, it's a problem. Yeah. Blood, this is my opinion and my opinion only, but I'm going to say it, yeah. When I heard that these men were coming to London, I wanted to go. I swear to God, I wanted to go so bad. But then I clocked. I, I literally had to sit down on myself and think and be like, this is a draw, it's a trap. Yeah. Of course, it's yeah. actually yeah. a trap. Do you know what I mean? And then on top of that, what made my blood boil even more, the day I decided that I'm going to go is the day that I saw that video from Coventry where there was these two... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they were black, they were ethnic, but obviously these football hooligans thought they were black, innit? So they're all there calling them the N-word, da-da-da-da-da, screaming they got a knife. Luckily, they thought these men had a knife, or else they would have fucked them up. That's yeah. why I had them a little bit yeah, shocked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're calling them the N-word, da-da-da-da, the police Fucking came, no questions man. asked, fam. Yeah, they're, they're trying to lick their heads with the bottles. Yeah. So the police came, now no questions asked, they cuffed the black boys immediately. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And then it turns out at the end that these men didn't even have a knife. Nice, yeah. So it's that there's always been that double standard. So tomorrow, mark my words, bro, I would not be surprised if the police are not as heavy-handed as they were last week, fam. I would not be surprised. Well, based on evidence, like, that's what... Based on previous experience, ev- evidence yeah. suggests that, you know, like, they... Because whenever they do go out, nothing happens. They just stand around them. They don't get arrested. People like Tommy Robinson, fucking Katie Hopkins... For us, they're still allowed to go off and do their business. How do these men still have Twitter? Fan? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, nah, that's the maximum. It's tiring, man. Again, my opinion, my opinion only, fam. If I was to go tomorrow, I just wanted to lick Tommy Robinson in his jewel, fam. I was hey, so geez. happy, bro. There was a period where every time he spoke in public, there was dashing milkshakes on him. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, what I was just about yeah. to say. That was fun. I loved yeah. that. Yeah, but the repercussions was them getting fucked up. They did get fucked up. Yeah, one of them got fucked up. One of them got fucked up. The Asian brother, innit? The Asian brother. Yeah. But it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it, yeah. Yeah, like, it was worth it as well, because it set the pressure. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. So the next place, he got back. It was a milkshake. Shake. But you know, I think it. A man buying milkshakes just to dash it. It was, so it was, was a five guy milkshake as well. It wasn't no small. Five guy. You know, it was funny because it was like it was like he was entertaining what he had to say. Yeah. So he was kind of drawing him, letting him say what he had to yeah. say or whatever. Boom. And he just and that video went viral. So no, yeah. it was definitely worth it. No, he got fucked up, but we didn't see him get fucked up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We just saw we just saw him taken to the corner. Mm-hmm. All I'm gonna say, them and our pussyos, fam. Katie Hopkins, Tommy Robinson, Nigel Farage, all pussyos, fam. Go suck your mum. Moving on to the next one. And <laughs> <laughs> Boris Johnson. And Boris, the biggest pussy I've all in there, fam. He's actually a racist, bro. I was reading some articles here. Yeah. We know he this, though. He's yeah, trying to but bro, I didn't understand the level of racism. He called black people, pick, was it picking nannies? Yeah, yeah. 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 Bro, in 2002, in an article. He said watermelon smiles, bro. He said letterboxes. He said, yeah, watermelon smiles. He said letterboxes about um, women. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy, bro. He's actually a pussy, bro. But moving on to the next topic, because if I, I could stay there forever, fam. Um, 
obviously the government, man like Boris, the pussyo, has said um, from next week we can do support bubbles and shit like that, so that like, we can link up with people. What is that? But, like, What's so, so basically, I don't know if you can shed more light on it, Mete. So basically, what it is here, let's say for example, if you want to meet someone from another household, you can do yes. that, provided yeah, yeah. they live alone. Yeah. So basically, they're bringing out this new scheme designed for people who live alone, who may feel like they haven't had much social interaction. Um, obviously, people who are shielding are not part of it. But let's say, for example, you live alone, you can go visit someone else. But they're trying to say, like, don't obviously gather like in big numbers. To be honest with you, I'm gonna be a real At this up. point, no one cares. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. You know this whole COVID shit. I feel like I, I I'm not even exaggerating, yeah. But genuinely, I don't know if you've realised the difference of public attitude after the whole Dominic comes thing. Hundred percent. But after that, I feel like people just think, you know what, fuck this shit. And traffic I do not blame them at all. Yeah. Traffic. The traffic, traffic is back to normal now. Mm-hmm. Bro, forget traffic. People are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, just to link it, just to link it to the police actually. Um, just about the lockdown and everything. Um, so during, uh, so obviously, like in terms of police's enforcement, it goes back to the point about how they disproportionately affect black people. Um, Londoners, out of London's population, there's twelve percent of Londoners are black people. Um, during lockdown per- enforcement period, um, the police have issued out nine hundred seventy-three fines in relation to uh, COVID, like you know, breaking lockdown rules. 26% of them were issued to black people um, and 31% of arrests made were towards black people. And the question I have is, we've all seen pictures of beaches, yep. the, the parks flouted with people. So where on earth, how did this disproportionately happen? When you ask them, you know what they say? This is what I love about it. I love it, what they say. You know what it is? What? They say these are very complex um, issues. And then when you ask them to explain yeah, what it is, complex that's stuff. it. So they come out of a, a comment to say it's a co- it's a complex issue to the why the reasons why it's disproportionately affected, but they're, they're not giving you examples of okay. So all right, cool, it's complex. Yeah, all right, tell me what what is the complex issues? Yeah, I don't want the to fact that you can't arrest everyone on the beach. I'm just playing devil's advocate. What? Like no, but it's not arresting though, isn't it? It's it's it's, it's even the fines. Yeah, yeah. people. And wait, come on, like we see like. Parks, man, they're full of people. Let me me say this, man. I don't want to be a conspiracy. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like all this information over the last week or so, ever since the George Floyd situation has got that this attention here, I feel that there's a lot of numbers coming out telling us that ethnic minority people are at a disadvantage. You know what I mean? With the COVID thing and now with the fans thing and stuff like that. I feel like they're giving us ammo to be pissed off. <laughs> this is me being a conspiracy theorist right now. So that we can get picked up and we act up, fam. Because it's, it's a bit too convenient for my life. Do you know what I mean? We've known this shit for time. But why are you backing it up with facts over the last Sadly week or now, two? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, it doesn't add up to those, me, bro. It doesn't even have to be a conspiracy theory. Like, if you're a media outlet, this is the hot topic right now. Yeah. So if you drop an article saying, oh yeah, black and minority ethnicities, ethnicities are more likely to be affected But what's the COVID. purpose? What's the purpose Clicks. Clicks. Yeah, it's clicks. Have you actually done about clicks though, by the way? No. Twitter no. introduced this thing now where basically, um, yeah, so you know like how people will see like an article on Twitter that's being shared um, and then basically, they won't even read it but they'll see the headline, innit? Mm. And then you know when they'll copy the link and then they'll repost it? Um, basically, it now gives you a prompt to say, it will detect if you've actually went onto mm-hmm. the page um, and if you haven't, it will say to you like, this person has already. Have, have you, no, it will ask oh. you like, have you already read it? Oh. Um, and are you sure you want to post it sort of thing? Oh. So it's a way of trying to get people to stop Fact- doing that. Like, 
actually to read what yeah, they're like yeah, trying yeah, to post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, was, I thought that was uh, quite interesting. Interesting, yeah. On to the next one. The Economist, you know, The Economist, that's the one I've always been talking about and I've been an advocate for, has shrunk, but I guess how much? 20%. 20%. 20.4 20 or 20.4? 20%, 20 bro, let's call it 20%. Yeah. That's a very mad number. That's UK, that, yeah? That's in the UK, fab. Oh, who's, who's, do we know what the, the, the highest is for the, any other country? Where the highest, where the highest drop out of all the OECD countries. Uh, let, me, let me tell you this, Danny. For example, when the economy grows and they you know, do their parties and raves about it, usually they say the economy has grown this year by 1%, 1.5%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've dropped 20% in the space of two, three months. And, and we're, we're, the, we're the highest drop out of the OECD countries. And the OECD, biggest drop. And OECD, for those who don't know, um, may not know, it's more of the sort of like, more, it's the developed economies. Mm-hmm. So, all right, cool. So they've said the economy's uh, has dropped. Uh, yeah, has dropped. Well, that's because the Trump's turning that money like fucking. But he had to, bro. Like no he had to. He had. If there, if there was no furlough, everyone would be sad. I can't. To be honest, I'm a bit we crazy. I can't blame them financially. Like yeah. I feel like on the, the economic. They had to do that, innit? Economically, that they. So we've handed out what roughly eight hundred million, right? Million, billion. Sorry, eight hundred billion. Sorry. I don't know. Maybe they're saying the thing is they haven't even costed the furlough stuff. Because it's an ongoing basis, they haven't put a cap. America handed out uh, a surplus package of about two point two trillion, mm. yeah. and it didn't touch them. No, but the thing is, it's it's relative to your percentage wise to your um, population, to your to your GDP. To your GDP. Okay, yeah. So I'm yeah. trying to say, so like, if the economy is shrunk by this crazy number, I feel that coronavirus is not going to be the biggest danger for us to face. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, like, still. what's your man's take on it? Now, that's my take. What the do you think? The fact. Tell the me recession more. is going to be mad. Like, the, the, the reality is we're fucked. I feel like, I'm going to build with you, like, yeah. In many ways, we're a lucky generation because I feel like in comparison to previous generations, I feel like I love the fact that we can connect with the rest of the world, the fact that we can travel much more frequently in comparison to previous... Like, yeah, we're a much more connected thing, right? Um, however, we, like, for our generation, like, I'm born in 92, for example, innit? Um, and you man are born around like if not the same like around about that around about that so you lot would have, have experienced the financial crisis which has obviously led to austerity for 10 years mm-hmm. which massively affected our generation yeah obviously brexit happened you know like again the financial in- economic impact of that as well and then now this the problem is whenever something like you, you get events like this happen maybe not necessarily the virus itself but like big economic c- cyclical it happens like every 15 20 years isn't it and then it fucks up a generation for like a good t- five to ten years. So I feel like we're now in this position where we kind of had ten years of austerity, maybe hoping that we're starting to get, see the better side of things now. We were. And then, and then boom, it's just like, boom, okay, cool. Now you have to wait to probably about 2030 until you can start to see another like, uh, yeah. Because the question is this, yeah, all this money that we're spending and we're borrowing, someone's going to have to pay for it. And the question is, then it becomes a political choice. Who's going to pay for it? And is Boris Johnson going to fairly tax people who can afford it and who are dodging tax? Again, I've said this in a previous podcast. If people, we're not talking about taxing people higher. What you're talking about is closing the tax loopholes so that basically people pay what they actually owe. If people paid what they actually owe in terms of like some of these wealthy people who don't even pay tax, right? Like Starbucks, Amazon, all these lot, they they get away with paying tax considering how much profit they make from um, operating in the UK. 
we would not have none of these problems mm. because the, the economy would probably in, um, have an extra 500 billion in income just from uh, things. Taxes. Taxes. Like, do you know how much 500 billion is? So, so Starbucks gets to operate in the UK but doesn't pay anything towards it. Because its headquarters are not based in the UK and because it's been operating in the UK for less than 10 years because it's classified as a new company, Starbucks isn't that old in terms of how it's how this thing. It's classified as an, uh, a developing company which is exempt from uh, certain in, in, um, inten- incentives. So they're incentivized to operate as a new company, but they're not really a new company. Well, they're a multinational company. these ridiculous loopholes in there. It's the government. It's for reasons, man. But let me yeah. ask you, man, this here. Considering the fact that we were the sixth biggest economy before all this fuckery, do you, do you man, feel like we're ever going to be in that, in that league of economies ever again? No, because our, our economy is not diversified. So... It, you know what the best way to think of it is this if you've got a business right or like I run a charity okay so in terms of your income source right if it's dependent on a specific only on one source then you're fucked if that source gets fucked basically Mm -hmm. essentially that's why Britain was affected most by the financial crisis because our biggest sectors is the tertiary the service sector and also the financial sector Mm -hmm. so when you look at Germany the reason why they were able to mitigate yeah because they've got manufacturing um, and they've got other sectors that also as well. Whereas the UK's economy is predominantly based on the service, the tertiary sector and the financial yeah, sector. Yeah. And so the problem with the UK is, is we don't have necessarily sort of the, um, the diversification of income or result. And also like in terms of when you look at the fact that we're leaving the European Union now as well, yeah. we're now a small country. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I was listening to this thing about Japan. So Liz Truss is the international um, trade minister. Uh, basically, she was like, "Yeah, we're trying to get a deal with J- Japan." Yeah, that the, the most dumbest, stupid thing that I've ever heard is this. So we left the European Union. So you, EU has a, a relationship with, with um, Japan, right? It has a, a trade agreement. So we left an agreement with Japan, and then she said that we. This is her exact words. We're going to try to get as good as a deal as the EU has with Japan, if not nearby. So you're getting a worse deal, basically, for what we had before. So basically, we're getting, she's trying yeah. to get what we had before. Yeah. <laughs> at best, at best. But, at best. But, like, you know what it is? There's one thing, yeah, and this is what annoys me about this government as well. There's one thing where it's like, okay, it's happening, it? But you know, like, when they just say these things as well, I actually think, yeah, like, they're starting to troll us, bro. You know what I mean? It's like they're just literally, like, get they're taking you. the piss out of us. You know what I'm saying? They're literally taking the piss out of us. How could you come out and say that? So you're, you're basically saying that, yeah, we've left, uh, we had a good deal, um, we left now, and we're going to try to get that deal. We might not get it, but we're going to try to land somewhere in between. Fuck you, fuck you, you're sincerely fuck you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Question quite quickly. Who, who can benefit from this kind of situation? And how would you advise people to manoeuvre? Yeah, there's always kind of winners, you're right. you're right. There's always yeah. winners. I think, I think definitely there's a lot of um, people people are winning already, man. Like, there are some people who've been able to, like, during quarantine and lockdown, who's Jeff like... Bezos, he's Jeff Bezos, man. Jeff Bezos. But also mm-hmm. people... But I mean, like, more your everyday people, because you, you get what I'm saying? It's essentially, obviously, we're not experts here, yeah. but just like an advice kind of thing. I've, like, other ways, <laughs> because, that, for example, I don't know, let's, let's say the financial services is heavily affected in terms of finding jobs in that regard. You may need to look to other avenues to make your money. Whether mm-hmm. that be e-commerce or 
or stocks or do you get what I mean? Mm. So it's just like what other ways are out there to kind of right, for, help I could talk for me personally, I don't mind sharing this um I started looking into investments, mm. buying stocks and shares and stuff like that. And But um what I'm trying to say is this that there's a trend. So for example, a lot of companies, the share prices due to COVID have dropped on a mat on a matting, you mm. know what I mean? So it's that if you were to buy the shares now, obviously before who this recession stuff got announced, fam, the shares were on the up. And we say you're buying them for the cheap and they're gonna go back to how they used to be and then you can sell them off. Yeah. yeah. So that's one way. But obviously with the, that since this recession got announced, um I noticed that a lot of companies, especially in America, that's where I buy most of the most of my shares, um, the share prices have started dropping again. So if you're looking to get into it now, obviously man's not an expert but it's a good time to start buying because if companies were to recover from this, obviously depending on the company, the industry that they're involved in, you can make a bit of change off the back of this. Yeah. So that's one way. Yeah. 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 A lot of people have been like doing stocks, like investing in stocks and yeah. stuff. Isn't yeah. It? Or just picking up a new skill in it. So like, for example, obviously I don't want to talk from a point of like privilege because, you know, I haven't been affected necessarily financially, but you know, if you're in a position where, for example, I feel like we've all got much more time. So using this time effectively to kind of like pick up a new skill or to doing a bit of research basically on how you can further develop your skill or researching what skill, what jobs may be necessary in the future. Mm. Like really just keeping up to date with like how the trends are coming along and then making sure you're adapting. I think it's going to be really important. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, you're right. You're right. Um, ready to move on to the next one, guys? Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Cool. Um, this one is a bit of a... It broke my heart, man. This one broke my heart. And I think I spoke to you guys about it earlier. Um, Yemen. So Yemen is a country in the Middle East, just south, south of Saudi Arabia. And they've been, you know, they've been having a war with Saudi Arabia for like the last five years plus or something like that. Yeah. I saw a video of three children that were that were sitting there with their mum. They look like skeletons, you know what I mean? There's, there's starvation there. There's a blockade. And... What shocks me the most, man, that this is at the same level of the footage that you see from Nazi Germany. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, how come this ain't getting any national attention whatsoever? Are there lesser human beings than that? What is the reason behind it? If any, if anyone can shed that any light to me in relation to that topic, I would appreciate it. I feel like a lot of like less developed countries isn't getting any media light on what's happening out there. But you saw the footage, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw the footage, bro. I, bro, like, there's a lot of that happening around the world. There's a lot of that. But due to man-made reasons? Yeah. Due to a blockade? Yeah. There is a lot, yeah. There is a lot, bro. Like, there for is example, a lot. like, if you go to the China with the way... Um, the the Muslims and there. stuff like that. If you go to Rohingya, for example. If you go to Gaza, for example. Nah. If you go to Africa, for example. Like, I thought... I'm not saying to you like it, I think the problem part of the problem of the world is and I think the coronavirus pandemic like basically exposed that which is that like look at the attitude of our country and most countries to COVID-19 before it became a pandemic we didn't care like basically when it was happening in China like let's be honest it wasn't really like a, a big priority do you know what I mean I mean our prime minister took 12 days of annual leave in February he missed five companies he didn't give a shit, right? We didn't care. But as soon as it started to hit home... He went to a hospital and shook people's hands. As, mm. as, soon, as, as soon as it started to hit home and he started coming here, then we started taking it much more seriously. And I feel like it's the same trap like we're falling into with all these other things, which is that 
we don't like people I don't know what it is it's like are we growing numb to it like it's weird you know how do, how do we sort of sit around knowing that there are all these injustices happening around the world and we're not nothing, nothing's getting solved I have a bit of an issue with that well you mentioned about China and stuff like that you're right it is an injustice but it's a different type of injustice you know what I mean these people fam alright let me tell you what's going on in Yemen yeah Yemen is under blockade. So what that means, Saudi Arabia, and there's a coalition of other countries have got these warships around the coast of Yemen to so to block any kind of like goods, medicine, anything like food to come into that country. Due to that blockade that they've done themselves, yeah, they're starving a whole country. It's literally a genocide. Wow. It's a genocide, bro. That there's no there's no other way to explain yeah. it. And then on top of that, bro, that pe- people are benefiting from this. So for example, Donald Trump when he first became president, what's the first country he visited? Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Why did he visit Saudi Arabia? So that he can secure an arms deal with them. Why? Because Saudi Arabia is an oil-rich country. And then if they buy the arms from him, he's making billions upon billions. And he said it himself. He goes that Saudi Arabia might have a bad track record, but we want their money. It's a business deal. Yeah, Yeah, he he, he, he said that, but he said that loud and clear. Do you know what I mean? Britain... Uh, we sell, um, is it, is it um, aircraft technology and stuff like that to Saudi Arabia, do you get it? So it's like, we're benefiting from this, well, our countries is benefiting from this, yeah. but at what cost? That being complicit in a genocide? Yeah. I, think you, most, you know I, mean? I think most people are inherently selfish and self-serving. So mm. you're going to get, like, in terms of just the politics side of it, if you want change in there from the top down, then it's like... What 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 service does it do to them as like as, Fuck a, that. as the government? Like the thing is, you're as the government as politicians, you're in it to essentially just be in power. So you're in it to. I mean, obviously, some want to change yeah, yeah, yeah. for the better yeah. good of society and whatnot. Fair but much. most of the way, wait, wait, most of them are in it just for just to be in power. So essentially, what you're gonna do is cater to the ideals of the public that will put you in power. Mm, so mm, if mm. this doesn't cater to the general public mm. in terms of ideals, mm. why do they feel the need to to help those people? Do you get what I'm trying I to say? That. No, and obviously I they deserve that. help, these people, yeah. but it, it doesn't serve them. Yeah, that's, I, that's, I hear that, that's I hear that, I'm with you. However, don't get interested. America and the UK are the first countries that bombed democracy into Iraq and Afghanistan. That's one, yeah? Two, all right, the government said because we established that Boris Johnson, Saki, and all of that, yeah? However, flipping, what about the media? Why is the media not mentioning this, bro? Bro, Do you the know media. What I, mean? I keep saying this, bro. The media is the biggest problem in the world. The media is the biggest problem in the world, bro. Everyone's mindset is based on what is shown in the media. Do you know what I'm I know, from? but it's not enough for me. But then the thing is, as a human being and as a compassionate human being that you are. You, you identify this to be a, a big problem. It is. It is. But, it no, is like yeah, exactly. It is. No, no, exactly. The whole That's, population's getting and every, Everyone should trendy. feel that way. Yeah. But as a media, I'm just being... I'm being... Yeah, I don't even know the word for it, but it's, it's just the reality of the situation. Like, as yeah. the media, what benefit does it do for them to show the situation? So, like, can I just say that right now? It's not recorded. It's, 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 it's like, no, it's mad like that we're talking about this right now because it's actually trending number two on Twitter right now. Oh, so, oh, so it's getting wow. so Finally, finally, finally. 380,000 tweets in the last hour. Finally. Cause that's the, and that's the thing. It's like... See, look, that's one... Sorry to cut you off, Mike. That's one point I will make about this lockdown. I feel like it's shown a lot of awareness. Do you get what I'm trying to, to say? Actions, a lot yeah. of things are being spoken about now. Mm. Yeah. So the, touching on this thing of racism, this thing that's happening in Yemen now, everyone's got so much time to actually see what's happening in the world. Mm. And, and everyone's come to realisation. And I saw a post the other day, 2020 yeah. made us woke. Yeah. And mm. it has woken yeah. us up. Mm. Do you get what I'm I, yeah, I think 
what's happening is, but yeah, based on what you said, because a lot more people have time on their hands to see what's really going on in the world, it's like now we're creating the media. Yeah. 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 yeah, so it's like we're seeing yeah. something yeah. and it's like, yeah. yo, this is fucked up, yeah. and everyone's getting behind it. How and then now the media yeah. have no other option yeah. but and to I was going to say that. Yeah, it's that true. That's why I said before, it's like there's it's no service to them because that's how it's people don't down, care. Man. People are too busy with their everyday lives to pay yeah. attention to this sort of stuff. That, now they have the extra yeah. time on their hands yeah. to notice it, get behind it. Yeah. Now the media want to yeah. talk about it. That just shows the power that we actually have. I feel like. When, when we're going on a day-to-day um, lifestyle without a lockdown or whatever, I feel like everyone's very much consumed with their own problems yeah. and they turn a blind eye to anything that's happening to anyone mm, else mm. Do you know where I come from. Now that it's a case of where you're, you're in a situation where you're in lockdown and stuff, you're, having, you're, you're seeing a realisation of what's actually happening in the world and stuff, mm. the media have to take into account of what you're actually seeing now. Yeah, yeah. Real. And so, to be honest, I would echo both of your points and I was going to say that funnily enough, like... Even coming out of Yemen for a little bit, the whole George Floyd situation. I first came aware of it, not due to The Guardian or The Daily Mail or whoever, it was due to Twitter. Yeah. And then because of the reaction that it garnered through social media, they were forced to report on yeah. it. And then that snowballed into what yeah. it is today. So I hope that Mitte just mentioned that Yemen is the second most trending topic in, uh, what's it called, in t- on Twitter. So mm-hmm. I hope that would do the same thing for Yemen, bro, because at the end of the day, fam, it's a genocide, like they're wiping off a whole population in front of our eyes and the whole world is silent. It shouldn't be the case, man. It shouldn't be the case. If that's the case, man, we failed as humans. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. failed as humans, man. That's the way I look at it, man. 100%. More yeah. for Prime Minister, man. No, mm. not even, bro. Like, at the end of the day... No, you're talking very true, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right. I, just, I just understand why it wasn't being reported. Things like this weren't being reported before. I understand yeah. why. It's not the way it should be, but I understand why. And obviously, because of the way things are in terms of us having more time on yeah. our hands to pay attention yeah. to what's going on in the world, yeah. things are going in the right direction because of that. Mm, mm. It shows the power of social media as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like our platform is social media, and the media take into account what's it, happening. It's changed the whole dynamic. What's trending on yeah. social media. Yeah. Yeah. So change the dynamics of news do you not think do you not feel like social media funny enough the next topic is going to be current affairs social media but do you yeah. not feel like social media has changed the whole dynamics of how news is reported yeah. and even gathered back yeah. in the day like, I feel mm. like people actually had to be out in the field for them to get the news but yeah. now all you got to do is just go on Twitter bro th- let's take the George Floyd incident for example mm. like a lot of stuff is recorded nowadays because it can be posted on social media and it mm. can get that awareness mm. before back in the days if something was recorded what are you going to do with that recording? Mm. How can you actually make it like, reach widespread, the, yeah. w- widespread and reach a, a platform like that? Yeah. What are you going to do? What goes to the police? Well, if someone knew that, police are racist anyways. Like, do you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Like, yeah, they're going to yeah, do nothing yeah, about it. Yeah, what do you yeah, do yeah. with that footage? Now, yeah. you can release it to everyone through social media. In seconds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, changed so, everything. it's good and bad, man. I think so, social media's got its bad. That's a whole Yeah, of course. Another, that's yeah. a whole other topic. You a whole other episode for that one. On these issues that we're talking about right now, it's great because issues that typically wouldn't get the attention of the um, general the main, public. mainstream media like obviously are able people are able to sort of raise awareness around it 100% mm. do you believe when um, corona's over corona's over everyone returns to their normal no, everyday I, I think, lives I think this has shocked us uh, it shocked us to our core to the fact okay, that so you think it will it will continue yeah like yeah. this this whole idea of awareness and us paying more yeah. attention to like yeah. the injustices around the world for the foreseeable for the, future for the same scale think, yeah for the same scale I don't think so no but yeah there will be a change. Yeah, will be a change. Well, it's an experience. I feel like in life in general, once you go through an experience, 
it, it sticks with you forever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It might not have the same level of impact, but that's always there at the back of your mind. I think what's happening now is, is huge, man. I mm. think people massively underestimate, even when we talk about the Black Lives Matter thing, like I think people just think, because I always hear it, people are like, oh yeah, but it's just like, a, this happened like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever, but like, I think when you actually deep it, like you think about it, I don't think it's like being as this global. No. Maybe in the yeah. US, yeah. And secondly, as well, like it's it's coming from people who, from who aren't black as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is very significant. So I, I don't that to you, yeah. yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily like an, it's going to be fixed tomorrow, but it's 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 a new something new that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know what Dave Chappelle said today? Going back to that whole uh, conversation, is um he said, I hope that you know, we can have a conversation and start a discourse around this because if this doesn't work, we're going to have to get to rap, tat, 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 tat. <laughs> and it's like, he has a point. Because mm. now, if this, like, we've done everything, do you know what I mean? So that like, if this doesn't work, then boy, you know what I mean? True. Moving on to social media current affairs, my dear friends. Um, I don't know if you might saw this, man, but I came across it a couple of times on Twitter and I find it fucking cheesy and it pissed me off, man. There's a trend here and this is what people post. They'll post a picture of their partner, let's say their man, and they'll be like, this is my man. Am I safe? Ladies told me. Oh, like, wait, 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 what judged on based on the nah, looks? No, no, as in that, is he talking to anyone else? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, that is fucking dead. Oh. I don't look, firstly, I don't know. I saw your picture, man. Still. I You don't like it. You no, got a bare point to it. Don't stop saying, oh, you're fat shaming or you're, you're, or you're like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Your no, that's not that, bro. So basically, that, let's say for example, a man would do this. So he'll post a picture of his girl and be like, oh, this is my girl. Man them, am I safe? As in, like, is she talking to any anyone other man? else? Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. literally. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. anyone talking to this girl? So, yeah, basically. So I can, just, nice, I can just reply saying, yeah, I am, even though I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel that's what a lot of people You know what it is, bro? Firstly, he stinks of insecurity. Yeah, yeah. Open up doors for no reason, bro. Secondly, it's like, the relationship is no longer privatized. Yeah, yeah. Further, further, the thing is, as well, it's just like disrespect, man. Why are you putting me out there, bro? Vice versa, it could be like if I like I think if guys do that to women, yeah. it's disgusting as well. Like, why would you like put your your partner out on social media? Is this without them knowing? I don't know, man. Another thing is, another thing is, if you're putting it out there like that, you're in a relationship with someone that you have doubts about. Why are you yeah. in a relationship with them? To yeah. That's why why are you in a relationship with them? The, yeah. the trust doesn't exist and it's also like a lean-in question. It's like, are uh, people, has, has my guy cheated? Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you approaching the situation? Like, why are you approaching the situation with that yeah. level of negativity? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the same thing with like, if you used to put a picture of your man and say, yo, is my guy ugly? Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. Lean, you're leaning people to say yes. yes. Like, like you said, there's people that's going to comment on just the picture say, just and be like, yeah, 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 I just chopped her, yeah, 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 I chopped her, I chopped yeah, her, I chopped what's it, the yeah. point? Yeah. Why are you Here's bringing that negativity into your life? Here's a question, and this is like the, the warm-up to the, the two pence in, obviously we're not there yet, but like, <laughs> if you, I will put a scenario for you like, yeah, so you're sleeping, you've got work in the morning, yeah, you wake up about eight or whatever, but you slept early, you slept at like 9pm, okay, so you missed out the, the night on Twitter, you see bare messages from your friend saying, hey, did you see whatever, la, la, la. You check to all those bare, bare tweets. And then, like, your exes start getting involved. What about like you? Yeah, like basically, you? your girl will put out a tweet doing that. What would you do? 
Oh, the relationship. Well, if my girl at the time put out a picture saying, Yeah, the relationship yeah, man, was me. Basically, yeah, you woke up yeah. and you discovered that you're all over social because she died. Yeah, that. and you slept early so you didn't see it. And like, everyone. Like, negative way or positive way? That what man was social for? Yeah, that's all. Oh, same reason. Oh, that's instant lock off. Yeah, oh, that's instant lock off. Because yeah. we've, we've established the reasons why it's instant lock off. Yeah. One, you don't have any trust in me. Two, you're bringing negativity into yeah. the situation. You're making a mockery Three, out of Three, well. I would like to say I'm a private person. Why are you putting me out in a public yeah. light? And on top of that, you're not just putting me out in a public light, you're putting me out in a public light. In a bad way. Yeah, screwing towards negativity. You just don't like me. You don't like me. Imagine if imagine if I if if I like I said in reverse, if I posted a picture of her and said, Manda, what do you reckon? Is my girl clapped? Yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. Lock off the relationship. Yeah. Lock off the relationship. I, I'm a private person in it, so I'm likely to leave leave. No cinema dates no more. No, no, man. I'm a <laughs> privacy man. And I'm a privacy. Being on Twitter. Lock it off. Yeah, it's done. It's done there and then, bro. That's it. That's the word. I would. If it was Facebook, maybe I could brush it off. Cause no, 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 no,
She cheated on him 21 times. I mean, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, yeah. 21 times. Allegedly, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah allegedly. Allegedly. He tweeted it. That's a madness. Oh, Saying she cheated you know, you know what's crazy? Yeah. That's 21 times that he knew about. The yeah. real number is probably like 500. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know, you know, no, in this case, I was talking about it. Yeah. Do you know what happened? Basically, someone had a video of him in bed with his girl. She was sleeping. And he was like in a like a gown like thing, yeah. So obviously, yeah, like, yeah, I saw so that. Yeah. So basically, he messaged her and he yeah. goes, Where he's going? He, yeah. he messaged him and he was like basically like blackmailing to pay, otherwise he would. I'm expose you. Yeah, and then he just then posted what he said. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, is this yeah. where he got in trouble for like revenge porn or something? No, no, no. no. Is this Rob Kardashian? Yeah. I don't know about this story. Do you know? So when he was with Black China. She took him for an so idiot. So Rob posted the thing. She just, just had a youth with him for the, yeah, for the peas, okay, isn't yeah, it? From yeah, the Kardashian yeah, family yeah. and the exposure. But um, yeah, she basically, one guy she cheated with, took a picture, like a mad picture or something, and then put it out there like, this is what I'm doing with your Jesus. girl, isn't it? That's amazing. That's wild. I think I'll just collapse. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, I'll do a theatric that collapse as well. Like. If it's just like a link or, you know, a random girl, it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, not like, that cool. deep. It's like, you win some, you lose some. But this is like... Your girl. Yeah. That's a career moment, man. You gotta you gotta take the flight and go out, isn't it? Do you know it's the It's like it's a it's a turning point in your life. Like because if that happens it's like everything I once knew is a lie. Yeah. Reset my my ideals. What's life about? I wish we had visuals. I wish we had visuals. That was just mad. Man fully put his hands up in the sky. Why have you forsaken me? For a man to have pictures and you're giving examples where man's in a robe, do you know how, do you know how comfortable yeah, you are to be wearing a robe? That means that means it's not the first time. Because yeah, it's the first and, time and, and, and a man's not thinking about putting a robe on. He, said, no, he just wants me. to get it cracking. Do you know what I mean? He wants to get it cracking, so it was bro, it was a black and gold robe, bro. It was like it was like So that means he's bought it, he's picked it out. It was your best wear for the night. Do you know what it was if he's actually in your house wearing your gown as no, well. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, you got I ain't gonna lie, with that Rob Kardashian, we I think strapped. they were in their yard. Oh, yeah. 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 They, were, yeah. they were in Black Channels oh, and Black Channels. Oh, oh, she's come back to the crib trying to eat the, the jollof that she's made you. Well, it was oh, yeah, you. it's finished. You often can she ate it. These times he ate it. Yeah. <laughs> he used Whoa. it as fuel to chop your missus. <laughs> do you want to make some rice? I said, you do you know what makes it worse? Do you know what makes it worse? There's an additional thing that we haven't even thought about. His kid was sleeping now. Oh, oh, no, no, no. No, but that's a oh, trick. <laughs> so, man's wearing his robe, ate the jolly off, and his kid's sleeping in the restroom. And he's in his bed, everything. Oh, if the, if this the, is why he went into depression, bro. The kid to sleep. Oh, <laughs> he's a better dad than you. <laughs> Hey, that's fine as well. If actually wakes up in the middle of the night, goes and drinks milk. Drinks baby's milk. Oh, 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 oh,
It's a good fight. The thing is, fighting. What's fighting gonna do? You lost anyway. You lost anyway. You regained some sort of pride, but the overall violation still stands. She's still called unleaded. Yeah. If we could do visuals there, you know, I would have included her. Do you ever remember that penguin video? Where the penguin video, man. Oh no, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, have you ever like, seen the penguin video? No. Oh, oh, you don't need to see it, yeah. Basically, it's a penguin. You know, like when they go out for. <laughs> you remember it? I don't know. They go out for something. There's like a season where they go. They bang goals in it, yeah, and it'll come back in it after a couple of months, in it. So it came back. <laughs> there's bare <laughs> penguins there, so he's got his wife in it. He goes to the house, yeah. <laughs> It's like a real lad with everything going. It's a real thing, bro. It's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> I beg you to try to say the story about laughing because I actually can't remember. He's making me laugh, yeah. And then basically, he sees an old man with his. With his <laughs> okay. But he's got two kids in the West. Ah, yeah. the whole so, the penguin. No, 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 what happens is so. But the worst thing is the, the woman's outside. The guy's inside. He calls him out. <laughs> Wait, these are penguins. These are penguins. <laughs> penguins. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I need so to hear the story, bro. I said they called him outside. Oh, no, but he actually did. He called him outside, bro, because he went in. Off of the igloo. Some penguin Jeremy Cowboy. It's, 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 it's been a while, so it's kind of, it's not that fresh in my memory, but the woman, he comes back to the house and then he sees that there's a guy there. The, so the woman, the wife goes and gets that guy that she's with now. <laughs> the new man. Yeah, the new man. Yeah. So oh. they got a scrap in it. So whoever yeah. wins, taste the, taste take, will take the woman. No, they fight and then what happens is it's not even about whoever wins. So they'll fight and they line up in like, you know that like when you, you won the right fight? Yeah. And then she then just basically chooses which one. Oh, so man. she yeah. chose the new one yeah, uh-huh. after their fault. And that was a 50-50 fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 and then, so they walk back in. <laughs> To the yard, oh, yeah. the new man. but he weren't having it, bro. So he, <laughs> yeah. he started poking in the nest. He's like, What? He poked in the nest yeah. to try to fight the yeah. other guy. Yeah, the new guy came back out, but he <laughs> fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then basically, he was covered in all blood, yeah. And then he, was trying to, he was trying to walk away and he tripped up. <laughs> oh, no, Morgan's trying to identify as a penguin, bruv. Oh. <laughs> it's all coming full circle, oh. bruv. Um, I hate this brother, man. Every time I see his face or read his name, it, it makes my blood boil. Takashi 6 9 and the future song of Nicki Minaj. Apparently, he's doing rounds on social media. Yeah, so I just checked one. it. It's 46 million views in twenty less than 24 hours. So oh, the tune's out. It's the yeah, most yeah. It's the most viewed hip-hop video of all time. I'm going to make him a mission to maybe see the video. He's not yeah. getting a view out of me. 
But why is this brother so fucking relevant? Even more relevant you know what? than before. I don't, I don't dislike the guy at all, man. Like I said, I'm, I don't care about the streets. I don't care about this code about not snitching. I don't give a shit about that. Um, these guys chopped his mum and they beat him up. Yes, he was using them as well. But you're looking at 46 years or two years if you, if whether, whether or not you snitch, depending yeah. on whether you cooperate. Yeah, you don't owe no one nothing. Like, I don't owe no one shit. Right, so it's come out. <laughs> People are talking shit about him. He's only stating facts as well and talking about other people as well. No, he's not, he's I don't think with it. At least like, if you got a snitch, at least snitch would be humble. Do you know what I mean? But he's like, yeah, I snitched and I'm proud. Man changed his fucking DP to a rat. Bro, but do you know what? The fuck? I feel like that's what's working for him. Man. That's it's why working. He's doing it. Yeah. He's doing it. He's smart. Yeah, it's very smart. Nah. He knows how to get clout, man. Yeah. Nah, I, I don't know. Well, my problem with him is obviously he's subscribed to a culture. I that, feel that, um, that yeah, that's a different story. But yeah, yeah, he subscribed to a culture that he wasn't really a part of or re- ever really subscribed to himself. Yeah. Basically just violated every rule within the culture, ruined... I, I guess obviously the guy's done him dirty as well, but ruined their lives essentially, put most of them behind bars. He's come out of jail, and obviously because when you subscribe to that culture, and you do something as bad as snitching is to that culture, you're going to have people outside of the people you put in jail that are going to be on your ass. Yeah. So he's, it's, he's essentially in a very dangerous position. He can't yeah. just walk around the streets freely. He can't just go to New York hoods and just walk around calmly. No, yeah. Things yeah. thing happen. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> things will happen to him. Yeah. So the fact that you've done that and you're out now just talking with mad yeah. confidence is nuts. But like Kabir said, that's working for him. That's what's getting him the views. Mm. Like, I just, what I don't understand is why people engage with him. Yeah. I don't understand it. You know what? It's because he's like the first real person that you've seen. Real? That's, no, let me finish. That's, that's like snitched so blatantly in your eyes and, and still rapping, still here. It's not, they're not, <coughs> they haven't passed away. They're not in prison for life. Yeah. They're actually here. They're still active. Do you know what's funny? That's why uh, people are engaged. Do you know what's funny? His whole, his whole character and persona is fake, but yeah. he's... In a way, he is kind of real because he's. I feel like he's the only person who just says stuff as it is. Yeah, yeah. Like he did all the way. The, the way the hip hop is set up is like obviously it's all like a sort of fraternity. Mm. Like, cool, this is your guy. You might know some shit about him, but you know we just make tunes. That's my boy. That's my boy. He doesn't operate under any exactly. of those circumstances. Uh, and you know what? He, he tells the truth, man. Yesterday he got onto a bear at him. Yesterday he told the truth about future. You rap about all these drugs. Yeah, you might take him, but you've never been arrested for any of it. Mm. You don't. You don't ever support any of your eight, eight or nine children. Mm. Like. And you're here talking about rats. Like, but get your priorities that's, straight. That's, that's the thing. That's why, that's why I don't understand why these people engage with him because he's done some fucked up things. Six, six now. We, we've established that already. We, sh- we shouldn't be rating any of the things he's done. He set a bad example to a lot of people. Oh, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it still does. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, he's now a person in a position where he has no reputation. There's no street cred behind his name. He's got so nothing to lose. He's got nothing to lose. <laughs> so if he's got nothing to lose and he's an extremely outspoken person, <laughs> what do you yeah. gain from engaging with him? When you engage with someone like that, especially, they can say whatever they like. Especially about you. when you can't. Whatever get you say to in return doesn't stay. Win. Yeah, especially doesn't when you can't get to them. Exactly. Doesn't because he's got he's under police protection. So whatever, whatever you do, exactly. You're wasting so your time. Whatever you say about them doesn't stay in his reputation at all. At he's all. already at the bottom of the barrel in terms yeah. of reputation. Anything he says back sticks. He what? said one point, do you know what he said to Meek Mill? He goes, yeah. ever oh, since he lost his beef to Drake, he turned into Martin Luther King. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
That's bare and, and if it mixes yeah. back, it's not going to stick. It doesn't work that same way in reverse. Yeah, yeah. Why are you engaging with something like that? It doesn't, it doesn't make mean sense. Yeah. Like, because you used to be all like street before. Yeah. Now, now you want to be all peaceful because you lost the fight, basically. But it's like that. With me, fam, we all saw his story. He went through real life situations where he was convicted and shit like that. We know, but people don't care. That was changing. No, 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 I'm, like, I'm not on the side of 6 9 mm-hmm. at all, by any means. I'm just saying, these people gain nothing. Engaging, it's, it's engaging in someone like that does nothing but harm for you. Yeah, you, you know the thing is though, yeah, like obviously he's getting views and like all these things, but it's not necessarily from like a hip-hop crowd, I'd say. No, it's, it's, no. More, it's more so... Oh no, it's the kids. It's just generation. kids. Like, it's it's more like, you know, like worldwide. Like, it's not... It's kids. Do you know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't like... Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's kids this. and curiosity. Yeah, that's let me what ask it. you man this. Yeah, curiosity, definitely. You, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Do you know I feel like he's become a bit of an enigma because he's the first person. Yeah, that's to, what I'm saying. Bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically, an enigma. So, do, so in saying he's an enigma, that basically means he's a phase. Do you might think like he's a phase? Or? I think so. I think, yeah, because he's phase. Yeah, he'll die out. He can't keep his energy up for years, man. That's, he will die. He won't get these numbers. He'll he'll still be relevant to an extent. Like I said, he'll still have. He won't be like, let's say, let's say, what is it now? 46 million. He'll still have like millions of views, for example. Yeah. But he won't be like, um, like right now, the reason why this or anything blows when he done the Instagram thing is because it's the first time you're engaging with it since the scenario. But mm. maybe like two, three years from now. Uh, I'm unsure. I'm unsure because he's been finding new ways to garner our attention. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like since he started rapping, it was... Who's this guy with 50 bloods in the hood waving yeah. red bandanas? Dennis, yeah, yeah. Dennis, who's this guy going to the top drillers in Chicago, sure. going to their hood doing videos? Yeah. Dennis, who's this guy getting arrested and snitching on his own crew? He always knows how to stay relevant. Yeah, yeah. he's finding new ways, adapting to every situation and finding different ways Dangerous to stay relevant. I do and think he's prepared to do whatever it takes exactly. to do it. I do think he's going to die though. I, like, I, think I hope so. I hope so. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. When I say die, I mean I hope he dies out. Oh no, no. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's a death, like, life. Oh, oh no, no. I don't I, wish death on anyone. No, I don't wish death on it. But, but I do believe it's gonna happen. Like, oh. eventually you're gonna come out of house. Oh, it's like, gonna be too much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Apple Mac. Fuck it. Is that how much you hate stitches? Oh no, no, no. Apple Mac was gonna do the murder himself. Yeah, man. Stitches. I'm joking. No, obviously I don't wish death on anyone. No, I'm gonna lie though. I don't wish death on anyone. But I do think this ain't gonna end well. Unless he changes his way dramatically. Mm. I don't even think that I don't think that matters at this point, point, man. But then let me ask you, man, this. So obviously, he did the song with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is someone that prides himself for being from the streets, from bro, Jamaica, Queens, bro. and did it, did it, I can take that off you, you now. You're, you're making a feature song with a snitch, and your man's a pedo. Her man's yeah. a pedo, her brother's a pedo. That's it. So, what she does is like, who cares? <laughs> That's it. Case closed. <laughs> She's a piece of shit. Yeah, do you want to have anything to she, that? She's a piece no. of shit. Kind of just What are they, King of New York and Queen of New York? Isn't it? Uh, now, Cardi, Cardi, Cardi is the Queen of New York for me. Yeah, well, I prefer Cardi. Yeah, I, prefer I prefer Cardi. Cardi Way better. Coronavirus. <laughs> shit is real. <laughs> I just feel like she's yeah more genuine. Like, yeah, yeah. Just I said they really had a fight once where one of them took off the shoe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cardi, Cardi song yeah. for Nicki. Nicki Minaj is not on it. Let it swing, bro. She threw the shoe, bro. Slip off. That, that means you don't. That means you don't mess about. If someone throws a shoe at you, that means you don't want to play mm-hmm. games with them, bro. That, 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 <laughs> that means they are prepared she's to do it. To be one shoe. Yeah. One shoe. They're prepared to do it. The shoe. For real. Remember, she chucked. 
to weave in wireless or whatever. Is he uh, oh, Cardi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cardi's a hood fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's mad. She's she's right, that's it. a shoot. Wasn't that before the event as well? Before the, that, she was walking in, she clocked the shoot. So for the rest of the red carpet event, you ain't got a shoot. shoot. But you're willing to go through that because of beef. She, she's from Bronx, so everyone says Bronx is that the the most ratchet part of New York. I'm not yeah. trying to fight anyone that's willing to go barefoot. Yeah. So he said you're gonna go to the EDO most tomorrow barefoot, man. Yeah. So that they know your business. <laughs> <laughs> I would be scared. Just imagine you, but imagine you square up to a guy. Like just flip the situation in reverse. If I square up to an EDO member and he's barefoot. I'm shook. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he's gonna deliver some mad Bruce Lee kicks on me. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna do, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I mean, he's doing like some mad karate stuff now. Nah, 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 yeah, that's long, man. Yeah. You win the fight. You just gotta yeah. you win. Yeah. Moving on to the next have, section, have man. Church, yeah. This one's a bit controversial, man. Then, um, sports here. Flipping Tyson versus Fury. <clears throat> that's not Tyson. Sorry, Fury versus AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I, said, I said that on the video. Oh um, yeah, AJ. Yeah, um, I was beefing himself. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of one time when um, Floyd Mayweather was fighting someone and then one girl said like, um, who's winning, Floyd or Mayweather? <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was legendary. Well, one question to you, man. Obviously, the AJ versus Fury thing is set in stone. That's going to happen, yeah. yeah? And we've been waiting for this Fire for a very, very long time. Yeah. Yeah. We've been waiting for this year for a very, very long time. Finally. Um, who's your money on? Because I know this is a bit Fury. of a question. Before that, though, yeah, can I just Fury. ask a quick clarification question? Doesn't Wilder have uh, a... Yeah, so this is all dependent on the, the, the trilogy fight. So yeah. this could potentially not even happen anyway. What? If Tyson Fury loses. Loses, yeah. Also, basically, is is that fight still has that? Because basically, yeah. Wilder has a rematch clause that he has, and he's activating. Yeah, yeah. So they've agreed to have a fight, but the time isn't set. The time is not set. Oh, okay, I see. The time is set in terms of the year, 2021, yeah. obviously. But it was, no, it's yeah, all dependent yeah. on this third fight, which was meant to happen in July, but I yes. don't think it's going to happen in July now. I think, no, I think it will probably happen at the end of the year. They'll probably do it behind the scenes or something. Yeah. yeah. Behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, what was your question? Who, 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 who your money, money on? Well, Tyson Fury is a gypsy, bro. You, like them man, they don't. They, you can't beat them, bro. Mm, Fury. Do, do you know like you know Thanos from Avengers? It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like like no matter what he does, like you do, he's just gonna keep coming back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Them man had to scrap from Fury, like, bro. You, you see it against Wilder, Wilder knocked him out. Man, walk up from yeah. the depths of slumber, man. <laughs> you know what it is though. <laughs> it's it's more than just that, in it. Like I think on current form, you got to go with Fury because. Um, and also on on also um, having more bigger scale fights as well. So like yeah. fighting bigger people. So I feel like AJ still hasn't fought someone. People yeah. say Klitschko, but Klitschko. Oh, no. like, oh, he wasn't oh, even in his prime. Oh, beating no, around the bush. Klitschko Tash, rocked him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you lot are beating around the bush though. AJ, AJ Klitschko when he was yeah, very good. Yeah. AJ struggled against support. Dylan White as well. Do you know? You lot are beating around the bush though. Tyson Fury is just a better boxer than AJ. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's all. And that's the thing. Got the knockout punches as well. No, he don't. No, he don't. He don't. He don't. He used to. The thing is, Fury though. He'll outbox you. Yeah, I think people underestimate just how much of a good boxer he is. For, Fury. for that size yeah. as well. For, oh, no, for no, that no. size, and if you look at him, you're gonna think, "Oh, this guy." Yeah. You know what I love about him? He's got like you know when you were saying, Mike, about um, thing about MJ, yeah. Michael Jordan, where he yeah. trashles. He can give the talk, but he can back it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's so funny. I don't even watch the Wilder fight after the fight. Yeah, so he went to the back. He literally had his dad in the speaker. We talked to his dad, didn't it? It was like I think I saw this. It was he was basically talking to his dad about the fight, innit? And it was like, yeah, I had him up and that. It's, it's just the way he was talking about it. You know like, how Fury is. Mm. I thought the guy, like, he not, like, to be fair to him, and you've got to give credit to him, it's like, he does trash talk, but he backs he it backs up. It up. Yeah. And he's a very intelligent guy, you know. He's a very intelligent guy. Mm. And people talk a lot of shit about him. And 
you know, like there are some things that he's said and done that are fucked up, but I rate and respect him for a lot of the good he's done as well. Like, for example, he when he had the first fight with uh, uh, Wilder, that was the biggest prize fight that he ever had, which was like to eight or nine million or something. He gave most of it away. He gave all of it away. He gave all of it away. It's a mental health charity. Because he overcame some mad mental health issues. He overcame Because when he won all the championships, he basically realised that, like, He's, he's done, done it all now, yeah, and then what's, he, what's, yeah, he, what's, what's the purpose, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I sense fear. I sense fear from AJ when he boxes in general. Anyway, why? I I feel like he's never really overcome any sort of mad. He hasn't challenged himself. Yeah, he hasn't challenged himself enough, and I just sense fear from him. Yeah. All the best boxers I've ever known over time have been elite trash talkers. I I tie the elite. Some of it is misguided with some boxers, but I tie the elite trash talking with supreme confidence. Yeah. Like, you think of Mike Tyson, you think mm. of the mad speeches. Man yeah, saying, I'm going to eat your children. You get, that's, that's what I'm saying. You, you get Floyd, like, I'll smack you. No one can touch me. You can't hit me. It's, yeah, impossible. it's impossible. you got Muhammad Ali float like a butterfly, sing like, like a, a bee. bee. Yeah, that's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, like, they're all mad cocky, yeah. supreme comp. You don't get that with AJ. I don't like it's that. like, it's more reserved. It's like, oh, yeah. Do you know, know. why? Because more I like, trash talk just in case. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll see how it goes. But yeah. I, I don't tie elite mentality with that. I tie elite mentality I feel there's two you know reasons for that. One, because he's guy, his guy is um, poster boy, and two, because oh, he's, he's Britain's poster boy. Or Britain's poster boy, and yeah. two, because he's protecting the real character that he, that he does have. You can be a poster boy, but you can still talk with confidence. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it, it's not, when someone asks you, do you think you're going to win? It shouldn't be, yeah, you know, I think no, I'm, I'm like, going to try this and try it's, Of course, yeah, I'm gonna light work. You know, comes that's, not, that's not. Well, it doesn't say anything too controversial. It benefits you, yeah, nobody yeah. else. It benefits I'm not you. saying he's a co- not, um, lacking confidence as a human being, but in terms of his abilities, yeah. especially in the build up to a fight, I don't get that vibe personally. He's, but he, even during the fight as well, though, he gets nervous. He, he gets yeah. First he round, gets if he has a little like, knock on him, yeah. bro, he's nervous for the whole yeah, fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's startled, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. that's my opinion of it. Yeah. So if you tie that in with the fact that Fury's just a better boxer, yeah. Boy, I think if I'm honest with you, I think it's going to be a comfortable fight for you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. You never know. But, but then having said that as well, in, in defence of AJ, what I would say is... He can knock him down. He can knock him down, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. But I'm going to knock him out. Wilder could do it. But the thing is, the, pro- the problem for AJ is going to be this, yeah? Is AJ's always fought people who are, like, as size... Um, Oh, not, his, not his height, yeah, not yeah. sorry, they've never had the reach, whereas Fury, so basically, AJ's always fought from the outside, mm-hmm. he's never fought from the inside, mm-hmm. this is going to switch up the game a lot for him, because Fury is a, Quite a big, big guy, guy yeah, yeah, so he's got a bigger reach, so basically, AJ can't do this fighting from a distance and moving, mm-hmm. because, because that's what Fury can do as well, mm-hmm. the, the thing that Fury has, is a, quite remarkable actually, he can fight in many different ways, he can fight you, move, touching and moving like he done with Klitschko, and with Wilder in the first fight, um, or he could fight you. Directly. He could do mix. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's the thing. Whereas AJ, I don't know if he can do that. We've only seen one side of AJ. But then in defense of him, as I said, he's he's more like skilled of a boxer than let's say Wilder, for example. So he's not going to go like Wilder, where Wilder was just kind of waiting for that one punch. He will kind of if he can get like a good combination and stun thing. Do you know what it's for me, bro, man? I'll be honest. I feel like AJ. Potentially has a very weak chin, and I told you why. And I clocked it the oh, first time. Yeah, I clocked it the first time against Klitschko. In that fight, from your fan Klitschko, how old is he at the time? Like forty-one. Yeah, 41. 41. in his forties, oh, right? So he's way beyond his prime. 
and there was two bands that who AJ that rocked him. You could tell he was like he was like yeah, you're gonna say this. I'm like, drop five you know to ten fights later, and we saw this um, against. Uh, Everything, bro. Dylan yeah, White, right. Dylan White, Dylan White, Dylan White. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Got one punch, and he was in. And I don't know if you remember, he just went. He was sluggish. And yeah, yeah. Really slow and yeah. So Ruiz as well. Like, yeah. alright, fair enough. He beat Ruiz. Look, second time. Don't get me wrong. He he beat Ruiz. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I think he beat Ruiz in a way that he had to? No, no, no. no. And that's what I was gonna ask. Have you ever seen a boxing masterclass from AJ? And my answer is no. They gassed up that Ruiz second fight. They tried to say it in the last Don't tell me that. Don't tell me. Don't tell me as a purist. Don't tell me that. Oh yeah, you know, if you were a purist, you would have appreciated it for the masterclass. It was no. No. Yeah, if you're way better than someone. Then it wasn't shit boxing though. Like, it wasn't shit. No, it wasn't, it wasn't shit boxing. boxing. No. It was an interesting fight, but yeah. I expect the gap to be the second fight between yeah. the two. Yeah. I expect yeah. complete domination. The, yeah. the thing I is, for that. someone who claims to be the best, yeah, you should wipe out Ruiz out of ring. Yeah, right. The thing is, he did outbox Ruiz. Mm. Yeah, but it wasn't like a Mayweather. Okay, they're different weight levels, but it wasn't like a, even like a Fury outbox. Yeah, it was. It, yeah. it was. You could tell as well. Yeah, even throughout the fight. You could tell he was still tense, and that he, he always he always he felt shot. like if he got hit, then he's in trouble. Because yeah. did you see there was a couple of times he, he was chasing close. him, and he was kind of like very quick to move out, yeah, yeah, because he knew that. So I don't know, man. The thing is that I want the, what I know about boxing, but there's a balance in it because at the end of the day, boxing the name of the game is to hit and not get hit. So not for heavyweight. No, but that's that's for everybody, bro. Not for the name of the game is to hit and not be hit. Uh, if he beats Fury, I just, I just, I, ju- I judge you differently if you perceive yourself to be elite. You get like if you're having a boxing match like that and you're supposed to be like Mete said, the top guy. The number one. I expect complete if control, complete dominance, and I expect the convincing victory. If it's if it's just like people come away from the fight and it's like, yeah, yeah, he won. Yeah, that's not enough. Not it needs to be like he battered him. Yeah. If if he beats Fury, what's your take on him then? If he beats Fury, yeah. I'll be interested to know how it happens. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> the thing is, boxing is a is a game where one lucky punch can swing mm-hmm. a tie. So yeah. if Fury outboxes him and then he knocks him out one lucky punch in the tenth round, then it's, it's like the- I still mm-hmm. hasn't really changed my opinion. Mm-hmm. He just caught Fury slipping. But so you know what he is? You can't yeah. say you would knock out Fury, fam, because Wilder gave Fury the man. No, no, I'm not saying that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm just saying that that yeah. in that it's instance, that's yeah, right. Right. you know what he reminds me of. You know when you're not talking about Drake, for example, about hip hop, like not being a true like he doesn't like necessarily have the album under his belt yeah. or like six nines or whatever when yeah. we're just talking about his thing. I feel like Fury has got the support base from like the wider commercial Heavyweight. fans, for example, for who Heavyweight. don't really like for don't watch boxing, I guess, but people in the boxing yes, world but, but outside of Britain, yeah, because the British got do back him. I get what you're saying. Outside of Britain. He's not that is highly that, rated. Is that, is that, who's that? Who's yeah, but you're talking about Joshua, right? Yeah, that's because Tyson fought in Vegas about three or four times. So they're, they're aware of who he is. They know who he is. They fought. They he fought their world. Their world champion, yeah. which was Wilder. You got ready, bro. AJ you said I'm gonna come. AJ, to you. AJ fought in America once and got fucked up. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. You know, looking at it from the other side. That's, that's it's, it's funny because um, do you know when uh, uh, Wilder was not Wilder um, when Fury went out to fight Wilder in the first time before they drew, yeah. Um, he was like, he goes, yeah, he goes, I can't be allowing this guy to trust talk our country like as in Britain, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Goes, he, he goes, he goes, he goes, you know, AJ's a bum, he goes, I'm all fine. So he goes, I've got to go and show 
stand up for our country, innit? Yeah, yeah. Like, he used to call him the Alabama Dossa. His trash talk was too funny, man. Alabama Dossa. I love you. Well. He's a character, man. Yeah. He's, the be- he's the best, though, and yeah. he should get the ratings for um, should. like for what he does, innit? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, don't get me wrong, like, there are a lot of question marks about his, the way he, what he, stuff that he said in the past and stuff. Um, I think some of those things are more complex than it's sort of presented because I feel like there's a there's a culture in which you're brought up which the culture needs to be challenged rather than the people as well if it makes sense because like there are certain ways people talk depending on how they're brought up it's yeah, a systematic yeah, yeah. inequality mm-hmm. issue right um, I'm not making any excuses for him and I feel like he, what he said is completely wrong but I feel like <clears throat> this country we've never the media has never wanted Fury to do well let's mm-hmm. be honest mm-hmm. maybe recently they started to be a bit more nice to him because of the whole mental health stuff but or prior to that have a choice. When, when he won the five championships I actually felt like our media was disgusted the fact that four, four. Four, huh four, four. No. They, they were disgusted yeah sorry four they were just no he, he's got all of them right? no one's ever had they don't make it on speed champion no one's had it since lewis no one's had it every oh. house is it, is it all he's had four or five. Oh. oh um, yeah okay but yeah, yeah anyway that's not the point yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah so basically like I don't know, I, I think it's going to be interesting, but I'm interested also to see the rematch between um, Wilder well and, and, and Fury. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Because it depends on what side to cut you off, but like quickly, just um, if Wilder comes out and he don't, like, if he can't do anything better than what he done last time, or nothing, if you don't win that fight, his career's done. Regardless of whatever the result would would have been, do you guys feel that there was something wrong with Wilder that night? Because it obviously wasn't normal, something was wrong. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say something, something was, wrong. was wrong, like something that, wasn't right, bro. Because Fury turned up as well, fam. Yeah, Fury turned wait, wait, up. Wait, I can't that mean they lost that. Nah, I don't think so. You I think, think nothing I think was wrong. Fury's outboxed him twice yeah. in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fury's outboxed him I think twice there's, in a row. yeah, I think that's. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think, and I say this as a Wilder fan, I feel like in the first fight he got outboxed, and he did, he did. And the thing is, he was lucky because those two knockouts balanced it out. Um, yeah, and I even said to you as well, the rematch is 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 risky, isn't it? Because obviously, like, why are you gonna go to a rematch when you can, like, you know the guy? It's a it's a big big risk fighting theory, yeah. especially you know like he fucked you up, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. got lucky with and, that, and he's yeah. never lost, yeah. yeah. And and then you went into the second fight, so it's a big risk, man. But I do I do feel like he massively underestimated. What I don't like about Wilder is this, yeah. I do love like his style and stuff, yeah, but. Just waiting around for one punch, bro. You gotta throw some jabs in. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't jab, he don't punch and move. Yeah, all he does is he's constantly just waiting for that one punch, and it's like, okay, cool, wait for your punch. But sometimes you gotta jab to wear him out. Whereas Fury was constantly moving on him. Combinations. It's an interesting one because I guess his whole approach, and it's probably why he wants the rematches, is because you're banking on the one punch. So the more you rematch him, the more chance you give yourself of landing the one punch. Yeah, yeah. but like it's also his only way out, isn't it? Yeah. Like, let's be real. But it's, it, now you run the risk because the more times he also beats you, it's like, just give up. The man's just battering you every single time. <laughs> like, if, if, you, if you fight him the third time now, he batters you again. That'll be 60 rounds of getting battered. Like, what no, but he, the thing is, you got if you put yourself in his shoes, your boxing career is on the line now, isn't it? So, yeah, with the third like, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's in the sense that, you know, like some people say, oh, if I was Wilder, I wouldn't take the rematch. I'll have a couple of fights. But, bro, he has to take that. Oh, no, yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. for his no, point is yeah. that this is it now. It's either he's going to bounce back, yeah. try to be the champion, or he's going to step down and accept that he's not the best on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, from his position, he's still got some sort of leg to stand on because it's not like some other guys where 
for example, they're not relying on the one punch, they're relying on their boxing ability, but a man's outboxing you. So it's like, I have nothing left. Mm. Whereas with this, you st- with the one punch, he's still definitely He's got a chin though. Yeah. And he's got, a, he's got a chin as well. You've got to rate him, bro. Because even against Fury, he got fucked up, but. Let's not forget, he didn't quit. He didn't quit. They, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They stopped it. And he, yeah. was, he sacked his. Um, and he sacked him the yeah, next yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's, yeah. he's, he's, got, he's, got, he's got a chin, but. Yeah. Anyway. I hear you, man. Moving on. So then, 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 then it's the two pence in segment. So this is the part of the podcast where we um get Mike and Lenny, if they're prepared in advance, that is, uh, to give us a scenario or situation for us to give our take on. Yeah. Uh, so Mike and Lenny, man, what's Gucci? This isn't even so much of a scenario. This is more just a general question. Um, I, was, I was thinking of like a question obviously to do with like the theme of how we've been asking questions recently but I was like you know what let me just change the kind of direction that we go in for once okay um, mm-hmm. this question will be an interesting one it may be hard for each, it may be hard for each of you to answer but I'm just going to ask it anyway just because I'm interested to know myself mm. um, and the question I wanted to ask was how do you see yourself becoming rich Ooh. Only fans, in it? <laughs> <laughs> How do you see yourself becoming rich? Now, because I feel like it's a constructive conversation, one, because obviously it just puts the idea out there. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It puts the idea out there and it also, like, lays, like, it, it gives other people, like, ideas of how to pattern yourself going forward. Whether that be, I don't know, investing in stocks, whether that be getting on the housing market, yeah. whether that be, do you get what I'm saying? Just yeah. different avenues of... Of making money, I, I feel like it's a constructive process, like, yeah. especially in a time like this where everyone's yeah, yeah. got more time on their hands. Yeah, I, like look at I feel like yeah. there's three three common ways. Um, one will be stocks. Um, how do you see yourself? yourself so rather, yourself, yeah, rather than a Take general a answer, how do you see yourself? Put it on the table. Myself, it'll, it'll probably be property then. Property, property, yeah, real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God. yeah, for me, um, so yeah, from young, this is from young, yeah. I've always had two things in my mind. One was properties, but the way it was, so I used to like watch like Homes Under the Hammer when I was younger. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like they'll they'll buy a property, like a cheap property somewhere, they'll have a project where they do it up, renovate it, mm-hmm. and they'll sell it straight away and yeah. they'll make like what, 20, 30 bags profit mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one way. I've always wanted to be a property developer and like invest in properties. That's one thing. And the second one is, I've always wanted to own my own business, especially within like the food industry. So. Yeah, that's the two things that I think if I was to get rich, then it will be in them two main fields because if, I, if I'm if i investing in something, they're the two main things that I'm going to invest yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Why the food thing for you? I, just, I don't know, man. I feel like I know the food market. Oh, it's a passion. It, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's usually such from passion, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're not really going to do something if you don't care. Exactly. About it. Yeah. And with me, like, I've, I've, again, it comes from young. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So... My dad's a chef as well, like he used to own restaurants and stuff like that. So it's always come from that. And also just watching cooking programs from young, seeing like people like Gordon Ramsay doing a madness. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And I love food in it, so. Okay, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, for me, <clears throat> yeah, I guess property is it's like the straightforward answer. I say the straightforward answer because it's something where everyone can like aspire to achieve just by saving money and obviously so, yeah, saving money to, to buy, put money into your first property and then from there obviously using that money to potentially flip and buy other properties from there. That's mm. like a straightforward answer. Mm. Um, the other one I would say is it's, it's not so much 
something I had like physically see, but it's just I feel like it's just always on the cards is getting ahead of like a new trend. So yeah, 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 do you yeah. get what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. if you almost keep your eyes open to what's going on around. You guys yeah. kind of mentioned something like this yeah. earlier. If you yeah. keep your eyes open to what's going on around the world in general, you can get ahead of something that's becoming yeah, extremely yeah, yeah. popular. And it's yeah. it's crazy because people will chop money off of the simplest ideas ever. Yeah. But yeah. it's only simple after it's happened. Yeah, yeah. but you know yeah. what it is? Everything is impossible until it's yeah. Possible. So it's like. Yeah. They'll say they'll say the idea and it's like, what the fuck? Why did I not think of that before? Yeah. I look at things like Uber Eats. Uber. Uber Eats. We just ordered from Uber Eats today. It's like I think of Uber Eats. I'm thinking, how did someone not think of that before? You know what's so many? Even Uber 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 Another deliver food. Another Twitter. How easy is that? Yeah. Create a platform where people just say something. What's on their minds? But you know what it is though? It's, it's obvious to us now because it's there. It's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it's like sometimes that's the thing. I feel like we limit ourselves in the parameters that we live in and sometimes we just need to kind of like think outside the yeah box. think outside the box and think okay like ideally what would happen and not be afraid to, to and i think it's a confidence issue you know to try mm. it's a confidence I, I, issue i agree i, agree. I feel yeah, like sometimes it's because you don't like it's the way you're brought up in it as well in many ways it's like the confidence issue to kind of because sometimes like yeah it's like it's the obvious thing and you're like yeah but do you know what i, I hear a lot of people got sick ideas and they're like but it can't be, man. You know what? I'm sure someone thought about it already. And then they tried it and now I'm not working. I feel like a lot of people are afraid of failure. Yeah. So, like, even even with me personally, you know, like, I'm going to be honest with you, like, there might be something that I want to invest in or something like that, but I would want to be more, I would want to do it with someone else because yeah. the way I see it is, are like, too much of risk. we can motivate each other. Yeah, do yeah, you get what I'm coming from? Yeah. If it's just me by myself, I'm scared to take that whole, if it, if it doesn't bank and yeah. it does fail, I'm scared to take that whole thing just myself. Two things. I'll address what you said and I'll address what Mete said and I'll address what Kabir said. What Mete said in the sense that, oh yeah, obviously some people, it's a lack of confidence and they'll write off an idea because they might be like, oh, it's already been done before. But that shouldn't stop you. Like, listen, it shouldn't just be one person in a lane doing something. It can still be multiple people executing an idea. If it's done well, that can still bring you some sort of. Can I just say something? Like, it's a really good example here. So, the founder of Deliveroo, actually, he that's a very good point. I think sometimes people always get put off because they'll see an idea and they'll be like, oh, there's someone who's already doing it. And then that'll kind of put them off. But it's like you said, there's not only room for one company to exist. So, the founder of Deliveroo basically said, yeah that when he, um, he used to work in the city and Justique came out and he was very happy when Justique came out because he used to work late because of the, the type of work he worked in. So he stopped having to go to like, Tesco and that and get his sandwiches. Mm. He wanted to get hot, hot food. So he was ordering food, but he realized there was two things that were fucked up about um, Justique. One was that you just you didn't know. know how long the ride was going to be. Mm. You didn't know where there was. Sometimes it takes an hour, sometimes two hours, whatever. Mm. And the second thing was, um, the fact that um, a lot of the, the places that you ordered the food from, you didn't really know them. Whereas on the Deliveroo, for example, it's all like chains yeah, yeah, and yeah. those and all that. Yeah. So basically what he was able to do was to take the concept, but address two is- obvious issues within that concept. Mm-hmm. So he made and it create yeah, Exactly. So yeah. sometimes I feel like, and this is what I always say to like the people that I work with as well. It's always like, it don't matter if the idea exists or not. It's like, what are the gaps, and then how do you, what do you then bring to the table to address those gaps? I, I think you, in a way, you've actually done it as well with LMS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously to address Kabir's point, for a lot of people, like a lot of entrepreneurs, they'll all tell you the same thing: like failures mm. is part of the process. Like yeah. a lot of them failed 
to kind of get where they're at. That was like almost growing pain. So you've gone through the failure, cool. It's, it's, a lot of people, it, it, it's a common phrase where a loss isn't a loss, it's a lesson. You get what I'm yeah, saying? It goes back so to it's like you have the failure, but you learn from it, you grow from it, use that to now, you take on that failure on board and use that to now, obviously, execute your next idea even better. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, well, um, going back to one of the first pods, didn't someone say um, the guy who owns version failed like nine, ten times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. Well, he's failed like, he's had like, yeah. he's got like, he's had, he's had probably like a hundred companies, that's 98 and them has all failed. That's a lot, man. It's yeah. only, so he's had, you know that <laughs> version? That's a lot, man. So, but that means reg- registering a company 98 times, that's yeah. a lot. But the one that worked. <laughs> yeah, so Virgin Atlantic. Yeah. Virgin Atlantic is the one that really Virgin works. Virgin Music as well. Yeah. Uh, to, but I, even that went like um, to an extent. To, isn't what the music, the, yeah, the music label, the stores, yeah, record record. no record label. Oh, they got a record label. Oh, okay, I don't know. Eight of the record label. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. What was I gonna say? That was so funny when you were talking about this. I remember that like, back in 2010, 2011. Yeah, I was trying. To, I think it was to one of my cousins actually, and I was like, you know what would be so sick if there's an app or something where you could just like all the groceries, not like from Tesco, Asda, whatever, but stuff that you can get from the corner shop. Because how many times have you woke up in the morning trying to make cereal, you open the fridge and there's no yeah. milk? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's not every day you want to go downstairs. But he was like, yeah, that's a sick Ooh, idea. That's da, 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 da. But then I think, I think Amazon uh, Fresh would do it. Or they do Amazon Fresh, but the way it, I don't know whether to expose this idea because it's actually. I've got an idea, I've got an idea, but I'm scared. Cool. Well, yeah. Like, look, right, cool, we can cut sure. it out if you lot are interested yeah. in it. Sure. And what's it? If you think about it, bro, yeah, you're talking about local off licenses. Yeah, what yeah, if yeah. there was delivery services for these local off licenses? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 cut, cut, cut that out. Where? They do, they do, they do. I haven't seen it. Yeah, man. Um, they don't. On the Uber Eats and stuff, bro. They, they nah, do they oh, oh, no, that's just convenience stores. That's just convenience stores. It's trying to get real, trying to get this, trying to get that. Well, and and if you think about it, believe, this will be this will be quite good for these like small businesses as well because a lot of these a, a, a lot of these move about, a lot of these big supermarkets mm. are trying to take over these small mm. businesses because mm. they're opening like these Tesco Expresses and stuff mm. like that. So mm. the only thing is with that though is is, is like, you might need to delete that part. Mm. Right? <laughs> it's, yeah, a, it's a dangerous question that yeah. I ask because yeah. I know it's, it's like <laughs> no, it's not even that because I haven't got any concrete ideas as of yet. But it's like. Cool. You might have one or two ways where you see yourself getting rich. Some of the ideas you have might be very detailed and planned out in your head, and you may not want to share it because you don't want. Yeah, that's a different to, story. To yeah, 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 yeah. That's the why it's a kind of a dangerous question, but I'm just interested. It's just one of them kind yeah. of conversations yeah. I wanted to have. Yeah. Just obviously because there's there's think I feel like a lot of times there's information that people are sitting on that they just don't share in mm. general. Mm. But sharing information can then lead to other people to blow off of the information you've given mm. you get on saying so. but then I don't know man. to answer your question though man I feel like it's not there's not methods per se that can make you rich but there's incomes that can make you rich so for example there's resi- residual income that's mm. like when you get one income it just builds up and off the back of that there's yeah. co- compound um, interest, interest that you yeah. can get on stuff there's also um, what's, the, what's the called passive income where that you're just getting money even when you're sleeping you're mm. getting money mm. if you can pan an income in each one of these three lanes bro you're gonna be rich. Mm-hmm. There's no two ways about it. But then there's so many different avenues for you to get that income. But it's just how how do you go about it? That's the. Do you want to be rich, though? Who, I want to be financially doesn't? stable. I don't. You don't want to be rich. I want to be financially stable. If that makes sense. Yeah. What's rich? That's, yeah, that's yeah, the that's, question. That's, that's yeah. question yeah. I think for me, it's like more about less, like for me, it's not about being rich, but more so, I'd like to be in a position which I'm like very grateful to be in now, where. I'm able to sort of like do the things yeah, that I want to do. Yeah, very simple. Um, yeah. I'm not like, so I'm not one of those people where 
like my income might go up for example but all of a sudden you're not going to start seeing me like buy more expensive clothes or cars or whatever just because my incomes go up gone up um i'm not like one of those people anyway so like it doesn't really matter like that extra additional income will help me in more in terms of like buying properties and stuff rather than sort of like flesh yeah flesh exactly um what i would want to do is if i would want to raise money to help society but i don't want to be necessarily like i'm not saying to you i don't want to live comfortably like, i want to live comfortably but i don't yeah. want to sort of like be at the position where like you know yeah 100%. i've got like so much money where mm. yeah like if i've got two like 10 million or whatever like it's not really gonna i'm not gonna say no to it but i don't know it's hard to explain i read the book i read the book that actually touches on the same topic that you're talking about right now i can't remember the exact name of the book but um what it said is that with money there's only a certain amount of money that can make you happy exactly, after that yeah. it's all the same so for yeah. example after you pay your mortgage after you pay your bills and if you have a little bit of money left over you're good it doesn't matter how much money you have left over after that because the necessities have been covered mm. if you have a million left after that or if you have a thousand left after that you still got money left yeah. you're good yeah. do, you know what I mean? do you know what it is yeah i think this is where people get wrong in it so where you ha- we're working the wrong way around it's like when you're set up, setting up a business as well or like you're setting up a foundation or a charity whatever it is right people often focus on how much money do i want to raise or like how much money do i want to be rich with yeah. and i feel like that's working the wrong way around because what you need to do first is what you just said which is work out for example as a business for example Your right expenses. what you would do is you would say okay cool what are we trying to achieve as a business like what is our aim at the top level vision yeah mission and then you say okay what are we going to do to achieve those aims basically mm-hmm. And then how much is it going to cost us to be able to run those activities? Mm. And then how much do I then need to raise in order to satisfy my aim, basically, right? So I guess it's for everyone to figure out what is their lifestyle, what is their aims in life, and how much they need to raise in order to satisfy the lifestyle. Because it hits back in your point, because you can raise like 10, you can have like 10 million. When you get 10 million, then you want 20 million. Then yeah. you get 20 million, you get 30 million. But and it's like, where does it stop? Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, Bro, uh, where does it feel? Because I think that that question about to be rich, I think it's, it's kind of like to have much money. Like, is it's, it's down to an individual and, yeah. and you can't, there's different metrics. But that's what I've always said. I feel like money is an addiction. Because as, as you said, like, you're never going to be satisfied. And it's like with any everything in life, to be honest, you're never going to be satisfied. Mm-hmm. You might say, oh, if I get this car, if I get this... I'm going to be so happy but how long is that happiness going to last mm. if you think about it you got what i'm trying to say so i feel like with same thing with money when he said oh you'll get 10 million okay you've got 10 million now next step 20 million mm. next step 50 million mm. you're never going to be satisfied mm. and i feel like that's what people like are um that's what the problem is with society today is to the point where they're always thinking of what's next what's next what's next rather than what they actually have now mm. if you actually start appreciating what you have now you'll be a much more you'll be ask, much more happy let me ask you this here do you feel like poor people or rich people worry more about money um very good question though. that's, mm. a very good that's i think oh that's a very the thing good is, question I, I, it depends on which way you're you're meaning your question because i feel like who thinks about finances i think they they they, they both worry about money. They do, but yeah. their worries they have are completely different. different. Exactly, that's exactly, that's what exactly what it is. Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly like right. the, the poor are more worried about survival and, yeah. have, and, have, yeah. and getting money to... How am I going to have money uh, yeah, to How am I going to get the basic money? necessities? 
Whereas the rich person is just focused on how am I going to get more money? More money. money. How am I going yeah, to get more money? So the thought <laughs> yeah. process in terms of how much it consumes them may be exactly the same. May lead towards even the rich person, for example. I think the, ri- the rich yeah, person is more they worry about. Yeah, but it's just for completely different reasons. Yeah, yeah that's all it yeah. is. So as a poor person, you've only got to worry about money from one angle. As in, like, how do I get money? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But as a rich person, you've got to worry about maintaining your wealth yeah. and increasing your wealth. Mm, do you yeah. know what I mean? And then that's just a deep ocean that yeah, you can dove it forever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Yeah. You guys didn't answer the question. How oh, did I, you look? Oh, how did I see yourself? Oh, I did. I did. Ah, I, did. I said it. It's, it's me and Mo that haven't. I said it. I said it. I said it. Well, you said the only ta- fans. Ta- no, 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 no. In all that's passive income. But in all seriousness, there's three different types of incomes that you can get, like I mentioned before, yeah. and it's that once you figure out how you can get each each type of income okay but how how would you like to yeah, make yeah. your money do you know what i'm saying i want, you, I want you, you to lay it out this is a million reality. dollar question uh for me right now that like, i feel like i don't know stocks and shares are one thing that mm. i'd advise people to look into um apart from that it's just your typical stuff really it's like properties because mm. that's that that you know that that, that appreciates sometimes mm. that nine times out of ten property value appreciates so it can depreciate yeah uh, what else is that then, man, that, that can make you money? Um, I feel like investing in yourself, actually. That's one thing that a lot of people don't do. Mm-hmm. And I say investing awesome. in yourself is that maybe, I don't know, putting yourself through some type of education, getting some kind of accreditation and stuff like that yeah. would help you increase the bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 Yeah, because that's important because I feel like often like, people focus on... Like, sometimes you focus on short-term savings, but then actually... Mm. those like if you invest in yourself you can make longer term gains 100 percent. Mm. so you may have like like this extra additional like thousand pound that can help you like for a course which then can unlock like say a hundred thousand in the next five years yeah and i feel like that's one lane that tends to get overlooked and it shouldn't do because it's so accessible for us to actually do courses and get that information that would help you better yourself and level up a little bit yeah, I think it's a mindset thing, man, if I'm honest with you. I think a lot of it is a mindset thing. Like, I feel like if you do put your mind to things, you can, you'll be surprised on how much a human being can achieve, in it. Mm. Um, I think, like, the type of questions we ask ourselves, like, we set ourselves up to fail a lot of the times, innit? So, like, even, for example, when you say, like, okay, how do I, like, for example, uh, I don't know if I could be rich or whatever, like, rather than us saying that to yourself, it's, if you flip it around and say, why can't I be rich? Mm. Like, tell me a reason why you can't. That's why I can't that's the lack of question. Yeah. That's the, and that's why I asked the question yeah. because it's like, if it's almost like, a way, I don't know what the mindset was before coming into this, the room to do the podcast or whatnot, but it's like asking the questions like, you know what, let me lay it out on the table. I might actually have some things. Ignite the flame. Yeah, I might <laughs> yeah. actually have some ideas floating around in my head but I haven't actually put to fruition. I haven't mm. actually thought mm. about, ha- yeah. haven't actually laid out foundation to actually mm. go ahead and do it. Mm. So yeah, yeah, that's just the reason I kind of mm. asked that question. That's a very good question. Yeah, it's just yeah. about like changing the mindset almost. Yeah. Mindset's yeah. Yeah. Like very important. important. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we're our biggest um, enemies. Obstacles. Yeah. And, but to tie it back here to the original topic that we started the whole um, podcast with, back to that race and ethnicity and stuff like that do you feel like there's a lack of drive within our communities no No, i think it's a lack of education that's what i think it is lack of know-how yeah 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 Yeah. because you can have your idea but you just don't know how to go about it but then also there's there's also i think drives different but there's also a lack of um 
I think it's the way what we perceive failure. And so, like, because of the systematic inequalities that we live in society, I feel like when you're brought up from a certain background, I feel like you're brought up inadvertently to sort of believe that you don't have second chances in life and that failure is a bad thing. Whereas if you go to certain, like certain demographics, the way they're brought up, for example, failure is a good thing. So, for example, we were talking about failure earlier. There are, like, some venture capitalists or people, like investors, who won't even invest in you if you haven't failed before. Mm. That's mm. their, like, they will literally, if you haven't failed before, it don't matter how good your business idea is, they won't invest in you because... You don't have the it experience. Te- yeah, exactly. It, te- it says a lot about your character, mm. innit? Mm. And your resilience as a human being. So, I feel like what lacks in our society, like, in, in our people, is tends to be, obviously, the know-how but also how society inadvertently sort of like shapes our people. So like I have friends, for example, who they don't like their jobs, but they will just carry on doing it because, you know, like it's kind of like you accept what you're given without even necessarily even like thinking that per se. That's just the way society's made you think Mm. without you even realising. Do you know what I mean? So that's why like inequality is a big thing, man. Do you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, you know, Martin Luther King said, right? Like, when, for example, um, like, about, like, when you talk about race, for example, yeah, you took the, the chains off my off my ankles, but you haven't given me the boots to run. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I was watching, um, one of you guys posted it in the group chat, but I was watching the Kevin Hart uh, podcast with Joe Rogan, and that was like, I haven't finished oh, yeah, it yet, but that yeah, was like, yeah, the yeah, crux yeah, yeah. of most of the conversation. Yeah. Like, I think he's dedicated to putting money into, like, black communities to help them to help teach financial literacy basically Mm -hmm. because it's it's simple things that people just don't know that would just change their perception like he was basically saying how he will speak to like his children even and it's like oh so like um what companies do you reckon will like be successful or grow in the future and then they might say i don't know i think like mcdonald's maybe or like mac will be like grow oh so why don't why got shares in it why don't you put money in it just a yeah. small amount why don't you take 20 pound or 20 dollars out of your paycheck put into that and then see whatever comes you see. know what i'm saying so yeah. just getting you to think differently than the normal education yeah. system would like in, in my whole gcse whole like primary school all, all, my whole setup in terms of going yeah. to school they never taught me to think yeah. Like yeah. That. they don't teach but you that in state schools but yeah. in primary schools i bet you any money that shit is yeah yeah ingrained. but that's what i'm trying to say do you think there's a problem with the, the there's a problem that's with the education education system yeah they don't actually teach you life skills i mean like when do they actually teach you about stuff that you're actually gonna go through in life like mm-hmm. banking like, do you know what I'm trying to say? You don't teach know about that. Stuff. Stuff. Say that. Teach you don't know about that. Like, exactly. Yeah, when yeah, I'm yeah, d- okay, using so algebra so in my day-to-day life, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? It's like basic survival skills. I don't know. But also, like, you know, like, even when you talk about racism as well, right? And, like, understanding cultural diversity and stuff as well. Those are the sort of things that you should be teaching in school. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the life skills about, you know, how to vote, you know, how to pay your mortgage, all of this sort of lot. Also, like understanding but, how to debate, okay. critical thinking. Who's been critical like, thinking is really important. So yeah. I just said that in the point because I feel like being able to teach someone at a very young age to be able to sort of ask themselves the right questions about the information that they conceive and how then they make an informed choice about it, the information they receive, it can be transformational, isn't it? Mm. Whether you talk about finance, political views, Anything, whatever, yeah. Yeah. like the ability to consume information. And then to have a set of questions that you ask yourself to help you inform the choice you're going to make mm. as a result of the information you can you think. And that's what, you, when you look at society right now, like all this fake news, everything flying around, people just, we haven't been brought up to sort of like 
quickly think through think for ourselves yes. I, I'm, I'm sure that the, what you've just said has been probably brought to the education secretary numerous times on many occasions throughout years why has it still been implemented it's not a political it's not a will there's no will for it and I feel like those people don't understand it like Michael Gove used to be the education secretary what would he understand about people like us or Nicky Morgan or like right now like Gavin Williamson that you know plum I feel like there needs to be a big outcry for it, man. <laughs> That's a plum. That's a political... Right. Yeah. There's not even a big outcry for it. A political insult, yeah. Have you not seen Gavin? Have you seen Gavin? Yeah, oh, my God, his speech. <laughs> well, now, turning it back into Matt's point, though, man, he said, I'm not one other way to get rich. This could be a way to get rich. What we're doing right yeah, now could yeah, be a way to get yeah. rich. So don't knock the hustle. Yeah, look at Joe Rogan. How much is he chopping now? Yeah. Just the deal was... Estimated to be a hundred million. Never mind. That's uh, estimated. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure it's more. Yeah. yeah. You know, like he's, he's a thousand shows in deep, though. Yeah. He's a thousand shows in deep. Let's go. Let's get cracking. Let's get a cracking. Yeah. Real man. Even Mayweather, man. Look What's this? Man. Episode ten. Nine, I think. No, it's so, this is so advanced. We might just skip it to ten. <laughs> <laughs> even even Mayweather. I'll just say one last thing here. Like when you look at Mayweather and his mindset in it. Like for example, like when he always used to talk how he wants to achieve a thing. It's the mindset. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like. He set himself that goal. He weren't going to accept that unless. And then, basically, it's like I feel like people just helped him get to where he wanted yeah. to get to. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, it's a mindset thing, man. Yeah. Like I'm not saying to you, it's all like you know, it's all that. And you know, if you just think you're going to be rich tomorrow, you're going to be rich. Do you know what I'm saying? There's other things that um, drive you there, but I think you know, there's a lot of factors like being resilient. You know, like you like Tony Robbins. Um, I don't know if you lot know who he is. He's like a life yeah. development coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he got a podcast. Of, I think I've. Uh, come across it a couple of times. It's it's a yeah, and he, he talks about like, for example, how like when you set yourself a, like and achieve like an aim. So, for example, you say you want to be rich, right? And he's like, then naturally, what follows is a set of actions that will help you get to that thing. And sometimes those set of actions may not necessarily be the right way, but you just come back and then you try a different set of actions, yeah, yeah. rather than sort of just being like, okay, forget the aim altogether if it makes sense mm. um, so I think it's, it's about finding that balance but yeah for real man I feel like this is a very good place to end the podcast I don't know about you man you man happy with that yeah man yeah. Yeah. oh perfect uh, so yeah once again my people then thank you for locking into another episode of 5pm in London make sure you're here same time next week obviously check out the page at 5pm in London uh, what's happening with the IP tracker right now man just <laughs> not gonna lie there's a few people what, the impressions the are not adding up yeah, with the likes. Yeah, it's not adding up, man. It's not so adding you're up. You're gonna catch them at the protest. I got a full <laughs> tank, my guy. <laughs> Taking the shoes off. <laughs> Don't buck me. <laughs> but um, yeah, you lot stay safe, and yeah, we shall reconvene. <laughs>